Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host Trevor. In this episode, we are going to talk about the fall season of anime for 2023. Um, we're going to give our opinions and reviews of some of the good, the bad, and sometimes ugly um, anime for this season. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey, welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast with my co-host, Trevor. Heyo! <laughs> Yo, what it do, Trevor? What up, what up? Yo, so this episode, we are going to talk about the fall lineup for anime 2023. And, you know, Trevor is a sort of a my recommendation for anime. And he always recommend, recommend things for me. So we're going to do a segment here, and we're going to do this. If y'all are familiar with the, the Western, Spaghetti Western, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, mm-hmm. it's part of the, the Man With No Name um, saga, trilogy, I think, trilogy. Yeah, it's a trilogy. trilogy. It's the third one, yep. Yeah, so our segment. Sergio Leone directing. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't have no sound effects, <laughs> so I had to use my voice. So anyway, well, we are going to do a segment called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. On anime for the fall of 2023. Now, for my listeners out there, you know, like I said, Trevor is a big um, anime fan. You know, I get all my recommendations from him, right, Trevor? Yep. Yeah, I, I go through. I go through, and you know, I thoroughly check everything. You know, well, plot-wise, I read the plots beforehand and look at what they are, and then decide what I want to watch. And then when Amos comes to me and is like, "Hey," What about this show? <laughs> I will give my honest opinion. And you really give your honest opinion. <laughs> yeah, Amos is not too good. It's yeah. kind of suck. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about that one. Yeah, Ooh. they got too much. You might not like that. I was like, okay, I'll take your word for it. But you know me, I'll go find out. I know, then you watch it anyway because you have to know. That's right. I'm just curious, yeah. George, man. Exactly. What I say? Like so, yeah, man. So, we are going to do um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, we're going to have fun with this. You know, we it's only our opinions, and not, not facts. Is our opinion that what we think of these shows. Mine's a fact. I don't know about yours. Well, hey man, everything's fake news these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, we, it's just our opinions as fans, and you know what we like and dislike. And hopefully, when y'all listen to this podcast, y'all can leave on um, comments on my on my um, social media accounts because I'm going to post this on all my social media accounts that I have. So that's the game. No, no, no. Let's start this. Fiasco, because it's going to be a fiasco. It's yeah, gonna, it, it, really it, will, is. it will get to it. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be some. Mm, it's going to be a lot of things going on. So we are going to start with the good. Okay. Like always, we don't want to start with the bad. We're going right. to start with the good. We're going to have something that's have some substances. Substance. I'm saying it right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have some stuff that may, you might want to go watch yourself after you hear the, this great critique of all these good shows that we're going to recommend mm-hmm. and review. Right. And give our honest opinion. Ain't that right, Trevor? That's right. You're a straight shooter, man. I am a straight shooter. <laughs> <laughs> I so, don't hold back if something no. things. <laughs> so for my first pick of the good, the goodness, um, it is also it's a continuation from a um, previous um, a season, the season two of God and Swear. So most of the picks I got are actually like second seasons of um, um, recurring. 
series that I'm watching anyway. Yeah. So Goblin Slayer is my first one, and I thank Trevor for this one also. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Man, yo, check out the Goblin Slayer, man. That first episode. We talking about season one now. Yeah. I'm going back. This first episode, it might turn you off a little bit. It might turn it's, you away. It's brutal. It's brutal. So I said, "What the what the hell are you talking about?" So I watched the first episode. I like. I said, "Oh, oh man." Good, and, but they give a disclaimer. They do in the first episode. You know, like viewer discretion is advised. It's some stuff in there that's kind of be very graphic, and it's not for kids, period. And so I watched the first episode, and the first episode was brutal. It was it was not good, man. I mean, I said, do I really want to watch the next episode? And Trev said, yeah, go ahead, man, keep watching it. And uh, I watched the second episode, and it was good. You know, and the thing, the whole concept of Goblin Slayer, it's the dark fantasy. That's what it is. It's like D and D. Yeah, it's it's very much um, it, it's very much uh, um, taken after like the D and D thing. In in fact, the the books, uh, the light novels, they go into more of the fact that it's like it's like there's a it, I don't know I can't remember if it's like a you know a good or evil entity or whatever, but it's basically like there are two individuals playing a game. Mm. And what you're seeing is the game. Yeah. Only, you know, like Goblin Slayer himself is kind of one that he will not let the do- the die control him. Right. He, you know, he defies the fates of the, you know, what it, but that's the idea. They don't really get too deep into it, but every now and then. A, they a, mention it. Yeah. A mid chapter will be like, hey, let's start another game or, you know, something like that. And, um, but yeah. And so that's why every character they don't actually have names. No, they have titles so, somewhat. Yeah. So yeah, he's Goblin Slayer. There's High Elf Archer. There's the Priestess, Priestess Girl. Yeah. There's Lizard you know, Man. Uh, I think it's is it Lizard Warrior? Warrior. It might be Lizard Warrior, right? Lizard Priest, I think it is. Okay, and, and Dwarf then Dwarf Shaman. Shaman. Yeah, are the main ones. But then you know everybody else had you know Spear Spear Man, Man and yeah, uh, a Paladin, yeah, um, he- Knight, Heavy Sword, Heavy yeah, Sword, or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, that. So all of them have just generic names yes which i always find funny because it's like if it's just priestess or priestess girl or whatever it's like there's probably like hundreds or thousands of yes. other just priestess girls yeah why I mean, does she get the name <laughs> that was something totally different when i right. watched it because no one had a name name right they were all generic um titles of characters in the D game you know yeah, and then so, the one, the one poor girl who's cowgirl. Oh God, <laughs> that's just her name. They couldn't give a farmer girl. They said cowgirl. I don't know. Yeah, this is weird. You know, because so. she doesn't look like a cow. She's actually, you know, I mean, she's a little bit buxom or buxom. Buxom. Yeah. She's got some bosoms. Right, but you know, she's yeah, he's the she's the the pretty childhood friend who's pining after Goblin Slayer. Right. So yeah, so after that first episode, I finally just watched the entire series, man, and I fell in love with the series. You know, like I said, the first episode was pretty dark. And all together, it's, it's violent. But, you know, Goblin yeah. Slayer, it is not a sh- it's not shocking what the goblins do, but that's their nature. And they're showing you that these creatures are conniving, mischievous, dangerous. Right. And, you know, the people take them for granted. Normal people say, oh, they're just goblins. No. Right. What happened is when they're a pack of them in numbers, they are dangerous. You know, everybody killing the Demon King, 
dragons, other thing like the other um, creatures. But well, yeah, adventurers want glory. glory. So yeah, they want to they want to you know kill the demon lord. They want to kill dragons. They want to you know right. They want to go after the big prizes. But you know nobody wants to go over goblins because goblins are just like low on the totem pole. They're just weak creatures. But, but in numbers, you know they can be big and they tend to learn. Yeah. So if you don't kill them all. Sometimes they'll learn your strategies or take certain things from, you know, and then Previous they can against you. But yes, they're conniving, they're selfish, they're violent, you know, they're rapey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they kidnap, they kidnap women and have their way with them because that's how they reproduce. And it's um, weird because that's some quick reproduction, dude, because like, remember the first or second episode? No, the first episode, you saw the babies in there. Yeah, but that wasn't from her. Well, not from her, but I mean, it's just like... <laughs> no. No, it, I mean it, it. takes a little bit longer. I don't know. I don't know that. I haven't really dug into the. Because you, know, you read the books, man. Yeah, the so gestation period of a, a goblin baby in a human body, but you know, yeah. it it doesn't really go into that. But that's like how they, yeah, that's how they reproduce. Yeah. But yeah, it, yeah, that one girl that gets you know pretty much raped in that first episode. Yeah. she's not the one. Oh who no 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 no! Delivers that. those babies. Those those babies. That's some previous. Already, yeah, they were already there. Yeah, but, but you know, but, but yes. Yeah. That first episode is is brutal. It's violent. It's you know it shows you know the the totality, the, the nasty of the nature, nature of it. But yeah, yeah, once you get past that one, you know it's just kind of establishing yeah how dark and dangerous this world is. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the you'll run into like kidnapped women, and you know you see some pretty horrific things. But yeah, they don't really get into the explicitness. No, they, they don't did in that first episode. I think they got out of the way the first episode. Right. They look out. We're gonna yeah. give you this right here. This is what the goblins are all about, and you get the whole idea that these guys, like you say, they are very vicious and rapey, malicious. They are they are just the worst of all the creatures, right? Right. You know, and then they evolve. You know they adapt. They they can evolve. They yeah, the hobgoblin, which is right. a bigger goblin, a goblin king. Right, or they could yeah, they can be shame, shame, shamans, 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 yeah. yeah. And so then, yeah, they're a little bit more strategic. Yeah, and you know they can lead, and they you can use those ones can use magic. So right. So after the, watching the first season, um, and then they had a movie afterwards. You know uh, what was the Goblin Crown, mm -hmm. and I heard they had to go do a season two, but it took five years. It did take a long time. It took for five season years two for to season two. Yes, because the first season came in twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, so season two come around. I'm watching and like it did not miss a beat to me. But I will say this: how far are you caught up on episodes? Uh, I'm caught up. Uh, Current. Yeah, I'll, I think it's been four so far. Four, yeah. So yeah, I've watched all four. So I'm gonna go to an episode. I'm gonna skip number one. I'm gonna go straight to number two. And after after meeting this kid, this hot headed kid, he's a wizard. And this goes back to episode one of season one. This kid's sister was one of the wizards that got killed in the cave in the first episode of season one. So he want payback. He want revenge. He want to kill goblins. Because he's getting back in the academy. He's getting mocked at. Because you know, like once he said, the goblin's supposed to be weak. Right. So, yeah. So, so yeah. Once, once they learn that his sister was killed by goblins, it's like, oh, well, she must be weak and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's angry that, you know, he's angry at his sister for getting killed by goblins. You know, he wants to go and kill all goblins. But, yeah, he's not prepared for how nasty they really are. Nobody really is. Nobody is. No. Which, which is weird that even in the second season, after you had that whole big fight with all the goblins, yeah, that right. people still 
take goblins for granted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but you know what though, Spearman and the Knight though they I, they yeah they have they have but, you know yeah they, but yeah it's still like you know the rookies right it's more of the rookies right it, yeah but, but of course they rookie they don't know so in that episode man because Goblin Slayer has actually has been evolving as a person in this series right here. Um, because in that second episode, he finally finally found out that kid's sister was. He's the he he left her in the cave because she was stabbed and poisoned. Well, he didn't leave her. Well, she yeah. had already been stabbed before he got right. there in time to rescue them. Yeah. So she had been stabbed in the stomach with a poison, poison. knife. At that point, the poison had traveled in her system too much. That's right. Then that he, there was no saving her. He so, mercifully so he merciful yeah he mercifully put her out of her misery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, he did not arrive in time to save her, so that has affected him. So in that second episode, you see at the end of the episode, he found out who he was, who he is, and who his sister was, and he started like, I don't know, was he crying or he was weeping? Or I mean, he was upset. Yeah, he went into the alley yeah. by himself and yeah, took off his helmet. his helmet, helmet and yeah, and yeah, he was crying a little bit, yeah. and then you heard him vomit as it like went to black. Right. So yeah, he was definitely impacted by that and usually he's just a stoic emotionless right. character right but this yeah. episode he shows some type of emotion right right so which I kind of I like because you know he like you say he's stoic he shows no emotion but this season even up until the fourth episode he, he shows some, he laughed yeah <laughs> he started laughing yeah he he does you know even in the the light novels he, he grows a little bit you know he definitely starts to treat you know all of his his uh his squad members as you know like family and you know looks after them i mean he's still gonna always be stoic that's oh, what he because he's yeah. singularly obsessed with killing goblins right that's his thing but he does open up a little bit more he's a little bit more other adventures yeah he loosens up a bit more as it goes along yeah but. so like i said I'm, i've been enjoying this um season man the goblin slayer you know and like i said i like this i like this music too you know, I downloaded them my Apple, my iPhone. The uh, like the opening thing. The opening yeah. songs. Yeah. Mealy, Mealy usually does the opening. Right. Even even when that um when they about to fight, they 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 that riff for the the guitar and everything. Mm -hmm. and it's hard. I have to download that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when you get to battle, they start playing the upbeat beat and the guitar. And I said, okay, I'm gonna mm -hmm. kick some ass. <laughs> So, um, Goblin Slayer is a good anime. Check it out. Um, if you're in dark fantasy, um, just like like D and D, similar to that, mm -hmm. it's a good um, anime to watch, man. I kind of, I highly recommend it. What about you, Trevor? Oh, for that one, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's my first pick for the good. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I've been reading the light novels, and I don't usually read a lot of light novels. Yeah. I'm very selective, but that one I've been reading them up to like. 14 or whatever it's at. And I, I remember you telling me about it. I, I just went and bought the manga digital. I only did the digital. The manga is a little bit different because yeah. the manga actually does have a lot more of those racy, yeah, rapey yeah. scenes, whereas yeah. the, the light novel does not. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, it was Brand day, brand New Day, I think. It's oh, well, that one's a little bit different. different. Like, if you read the Goblin, Goblin Slayer manga, manga yeah. it's a little bit different because it does include a lot more of that. Yeah, and yeah, because he had, he had like spinoffs those books I'm talking about spinoffs and then you have one like a prequel before the Goblin Slayer that we know of Dai Katana Dai Katana yeah. which is well I forgot to mention oh uh, yeah it's going to be in this season too cutting the um, credit in the beginning the credits 
you right. see the you, characters. You, you see the characters, yeah, and that's when Sword Maiden was part of, yeah, part of that team. Um, and you'll see, you see the samurai guy; he's like the the leader of that of that team. Yeah. Um, which I think supposedly killed the demon, or you know, the they demon were, lord. yeah, the demon lord. But I mean, I think that's alluded to. They still haven't, they still haven't gotten anywhere close to that in the books. Really? And there's only three, so I've already read two. The third one hasn't come out quite yet. But Whoa, okay. so I don't really know if they're going to get that far, or maybe they're just not that team. Yeah, it's, it's Sword Maiden was part of that team. Right, so yeah, right, that right. Killed the demon lord. Right, the previous so. one. Yeah, so in the beginning credit, man, you see him with his red eye, like the goblin face that had a smirk on his face. I was like, he, so he's a leader of the group. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, what's interesting is the way that that one's written, it's actually written in second person. Oh. So they keep referring to that character as you. Oh. So it's kind of like you are the character. So how are they going to refer him into the, the cartoon? Uh, I mean, he'll just, he'll just be in there. Okay. You know, they, they're not going to be like, it's and you. you. <laughs> no. That's just that's just the way that it's the point of view that the, the book is written in. All right, cool. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they add them in because they're not in the Goblin Slayer light novel. Not, yeah. yeah. They only show up in that previous one. Right. So. Okay. That's like I got that was pretty interesting how they're going to intertwine all that stuff. Yeah, although that's a little bit of a lie. Right. Um, they do kind of show up, like some of the characters on the team. I think so far it's only been like one or two sword maiden, and then there's this mantis. Like he's kind of a, like a bug insect mantis type right. guy. Right. He shows up in one of the later light novels. Oh. Okay. Uh, briefly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you know who the creator of this um, manga or light novel is? Uh, offhand, I can't remember his name. Okay. I'll look it up later on, but uh, but yeah, but check out Goblin Slayer. That's my pick, and also Trevor's pick for this um 2023 fall um season. So what else we got, Trevor? All right, so my number one pick for the good is uh it's called Free Ren Beyond Journey's End. Oh yeah, yeah. So this yeah. one is this one's really good. It was um I had only read like the first couple chapters of the manga um, ahead of time, but it had always interested me. So this one was definitely one that was like on my horizon so i was kind of hoping this would be good and it it is delivered. that's not disappointed yeah so essentially it's about a um an elf mage who was part of the hero's party um what and they you know over a 10-year journey they traveled across the land and then defeated the demon lord it took 10 years man yeah 10 yeah so you know they were part of the party it was her there was the you know the hero swordsman himmel and the priest and then there's the priest, uh, ha uh, hater. Hater? Hater. Yeah. Is it hater? Yeah, hater or hater. The dwarf Eisen uh -huh. and, and her. Yeah, yeah. Freeran is, is her name. Uh, but basically, she's an immortal elf. So time to her is totally different from, you know, humans. Right. So, you know, after the battle, they're celebrating in the city. There's fireworks, etc. And then they kind of talk about, hey, we should see, you know, I think it's like a... Uh, like an asteroid Stars shower, or star, shower, yeah, yeah. star shower or something, you know, in 50 years or something, the next time it happens. And so they kind of agree to do that. And she just kind of goes off and wanders off. And then when she returns, they're all old. Yes. Uh, you know, the dwarf has a little bit of a longer lifespan, but, you know, they've all, they've all gotten older. And she starts to realize that she doesn't know anything about these people. Because for her, 10 years is a blink of an eye. Yeah. Um, but... So it kind of, now that it's the end and then Himmel eventually dies, because mm -hmm. um, at this point he's like 80. Um, Dude, I mean, when we looked at that, that like, I thought the priest was older than that. Um, he did, Yeah, the priest does look older than Himmel, but he lasts like yeah, almost 20 years later. Yeah, beyond. Right. Um, 
But yeah, so she kind of realizes that she didn't really know them as well, and she didn't appreciate the time that she had with them, and now she kind of wants that back, or, you know, but it's too late. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a, she's, it's basically a story about an immortal creature who now wants to try and understand humanity and, you know, things like that. Um, Okay, my question, man, my question to you is about this anime is that, not even I mean the question. I, I got to make a comment on this. I think it's very refreshing to have the type of anime like this because every time we have the fantasy um, anime, we always talk about the demon lord, the demon king. He kills them and stuff like that, and the hero is um, is victorious, right? Mm-hmm. But we never ever get the aftermath of all that what happens. And I think right. this is pretty cool to see that. You know what, what happened to the people that killed the demon king, right? And like you talk about the immortal elves, the elves live longer anyway. Right, and that's the, the thing. Humans. It's like you know, yeah. When you stop and think about right. it, it's like, well, what happened? You know, what did Legolas do after the you know yeah. the Lord of the Rings right. after everybody else passed away? You know, right. it's, you know, it's that type of thing. Is it? It's a what if? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of focuses on that, and you know, it's just very, it's just beautiful looking. It's yeah, it very is. soft and quiet, you know, and it's uh, um, introspective, and it yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of people go on about how, you know, they cry almost every episode. It doesn't get me that way. No. Um, like, um, you know, it affects me and I like the story, but it, I've never come close to crying for no. it. Uh, and, you know, you know me. I like a, I yes, like a I know. tear fest. Yes, so. yes. It's your yeah, fault because I've called call a couple of uh, anime had me crying. Yeah, like Anohana, no. you know, the flower that bloomed that day, yeah. the Silent Evergarden, Silent, Silent, Silent Voice. Voice. Yeah. Uh, I want to eat your pancreas. You, know, things you like told that. me about that one. Yeah, right? you have to watch that one. You will cry like a baby. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. But, um, but yeah, so it's, so basically uh, eventually she comes to um, she comes and visits uh, after Himmel's death, a little bit later, she visits uh, the priest, yeah, Hater, yeah. finds out he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, and, she call him, um, he's a pervert, not pervert, pervert priest. Um, uh, what does she call him? He, he drinks all like, the time. Cor- corrupt priest Yeah, corrupt priest. Like yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah, he drinks a lot. Yeah. Uh, but, um, so, he, uh, he is actually, um, he has taken in an orphan who has a lot of magic potential. So, he at first wants... Free Ren to train Fern is the name of the girl. That's right. Um, and you know, take her with her and, she, and take her with her as her you know uh, apprentice. But she doesn't take apprentices. So she's like, nope. So he tricks her and he's like, hey, I have these books that might give me immortality because I don't want to die. Because she like getting grimoires. She right. Says she like that. That's what she she collects grimoires that have like uh, odd magic spells and things like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's just kind of that's her hobby. Uh, hmm. So. He tricks her into deciphering this book or these books to try and find, you know, the spell for immortality. And there is no spell and he knows it. But she does it for like 10 years or something like that. And while she's doing that, she's also training Fern to be a mage. And then eventually on his deathbed, he, you know, he gets he gets her to take Fern with her. So she so now she's traveling with Fern in tow and kind of using that as a way to understand humans and um, eventually they pick up Aizen's uh, apprentice. Yeah, I'm on uh, episode yeah. four right now. A human, a human named Stark, yeah. who's like, he's very powerful, but he's kind of cowardly, which is an interesting take. You know, sometimes, yeah, cowards can be kind of annoying, 
but you know we live we live in this world where you know and we've we've been raised on Hollywood where <laughs> you know these days it's like nobody is phased by anything no it's like you see something really scary or supernatural or something that should not be and they're just like yeah whatever I'm gonna kill it you know <laughs> or like I'm gonna jump from a moving car to another moving car and I'm not gonna sweat it I won't even think twice about it. you know it's like you know, your our action heroes have like no fear, no. so it is nice to see a human element. Uh, but yeah, so then they pick up Stark, and basically, her plan is she's planning to. Uh, she's basically going to travel to where they killed the Demon Lord. Yeah, that's right. Which will probably be a ten-year journey. The three of them, right? Um, because there, where her um, her master. Um, there's also it's kind of like a spiritual graveyard like heaven right. she said so yeah. she's hoping that she can at least have one last conversation with Himmel the hero mm -hmm. um, there so that's her that's her goal that's her quest yeah so I'm um, on that episode right there they're about to kill the dragon right yeah so um, that's episode 5 I believe yeah yeah, yeah. I think so but yeah, yeah so but yeah it's, it's, a, it's a fun little it's a cute uh, it's cute it's kind of slice of life it's you know, um, but it, it's kind of funny sometimes too. It's the episode when they would clean that beach. That the was yeah, the, but the characters are funny. You know, Free Ren cannot wake up in the morning, and no. Fern is kind of like you know the adult in the room. And you know, there's a there's a little part later. There's an interaction between Fern and Stark in a couple episodes later. That's really funny. It had me laughing. Um, but you know, just some of Free Ren's re reactions to things. Like you'll see when they meet some demons in town, right? It's, yeah, it's just really humorous. Um, although once we get to the demon one, it starts getting really interesting, mm. and we're now going to get some action. Uh, yeah, here. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, because there's a couple demons that are in town trying to negotiate peace, and there's a little bit of a different take on demons in this world, which right. is kind of neat. Okay. Um, so you'll you'll see when you get that. But yes, I highly recommend this. It's just it's beautiful. It's touching. It's, you know, it's very grounded, um, you know, and so, yeah, this is definitely my top pick, you know, it's my most anticipated and it's lived up to its, uh, the expectation. Okay. So I think you're going to agree with me on this one, on my other good. So this is my second one. <laughs> Undead on Love. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait. This is an interesting this one. This sure is. <laughs> it sure is. So, um, the story of this, you have this girl. Um, she had this so and so kind of power that's very unlucky. Right. So just just to kind of you know this is a, this is very shonen like jump, jump. Yeah. type show. So it's you know it's very like erratic pop. <laughs> well, it's it's very much got that you know like fairy tale esque animation style. You know it's um, or know, like Eden Zero type look to look, it. But yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely got that you know it. This is a, a teenage boy's. But it is, it's yeah. better Comic though. As it, it's better than those. But I'm saying this the is look the, of it. So this look, so the look of it, and like the action and the oh, you know, yeah. the, the zaniness is going to be very reminiscent of that. So right. keep that in the back of your mind while yeah. he's explaining what the plot is. Here. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about fairy tale. Damn. Yeah. But it's it. I mean, they very much like Andy. Very much looks like the main character from like Eden Zero. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. So or yeah, like the fairy tale guy. I don't really watch those shows, so I don't know their names. I tried to. I stopped. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not a big Shonen Jump fan. So that says a lot that I'm still watching this. That's story. what I'm saying. I know you're not a big Shonen right. Jump fan. So, I mean, uh, her name is Andy, right? His name His is name Andy. is Andy. What's the girl's name? Oh, crap. What is her name? 
What is I forgot I forgot her name. But anyway. Yeah, I, I don't remember because the most recent episode I was watching, they kept calling her Little Lucky. That's right. But that's Lucky. not her not real name. name. No. That's just what the, the one girl gives her as a nickname. Right. So cause when the first episode started, man, I thought it was different. It was back and forth, back and forth. I come to find out the main girl, she was reading a manga. and Yeah, the beginning is a little bit weird. Yeah. So I think she was reading the manga. She finally finished this manga. That was a thing she wanted to do before she died. Cause what she wanted to do, she wanted to kill herself, commit suicide. Yeah, she was gonna jump building. jump off of a bridge, bridge down yeah. into the train tracks, so right. she got hit by the train. Right. So all I'm, I'm laughing because this is a crazy ass show. So I think she fell. She, no, jumped, no, she doesn't she fall. Andy, Andy, shows, Andy up. shows up and it's like, "Hey, what are you doing, little girl? Get away from there!" And then and he picks her up and moves her, and he's standing on that edge of the platform where she just was. And all of a sudden, the platform edge just, like, breaks. Yeah, because of her. And she Love. he falls and gets splatted by the train. Right. So... He's immortal. Andy is immortal. Right. He cannot so basi- die. Yeah, basically, she has this power that is just basically, you know, unluck is what they call it. It's so, unluck. Yeah. If people touch her skin, they die in weird, crazy, crazy horrible way. ways. Yeah, yeah. So she has killed a lot of innocent people without meaning to. Right. You know, especially part of the little quick cuts they do at the beginning in between the little manga she's reading. Yeah. You see these parents hugging this little girl. Which is yeah, her. And then they're on the plane and then you see this plane just blow up on the tarmac. So she's guilty. She killed so that, her yeah, mom and dad. It turns out that was, yeah, her parents. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's very interesting the dynamic of it all. Those two, two, two people together. Like I said, she's very unlucky and he's immortal. He wants to die. Right. So yeah, he can he can, you know, get chopped up, squished up, splatted by a train, and whatever, the, and he will just regenerate. And the way he regenerates is wicked is weird. Yeah, you'll like see his whole skeleton pop up and then all the muscles come out and then the skin and But that's not the crazy part of his powers. So when he regenerates, his okay, how can I say this? Proportion. You know, I mean, so it's, I mean when stuff is rocket off, you know, like a rocket propulsion, does. Propulsion, yes. Yeah. So, this dude is fine. When his leg is cut off, he is shooting blood out of his leg. <laughs> right. Leg yeah, he's, he's, been like around, he's been around for like well over 100 <laughs> years. So, he's kind of figured out like, you know, how to use his powers. Yeah, and, and it's so, yeah, weird. He, he uses his blood, the blood geezers, when he cuts off his leg to use it as like, yeah, a rocket, you know, a rocket jet. Dude, if to this... To fly around and yeah, stuff like that. You're talking about just straight body... Ca- just blood everywhere. This this show has it for you. Yeah. His, well, just, yeah, because he's just constantly losing limbs, and yeah, he'll he'll bite off his own finger and use like it a as gun. a gun because as the new one grows, it rockets the old one like a like a bullet. You thought Deadpool had <laughs> yeah. this dude got Deadpool beat. Yep, and yeah, he carries around a well because he's constantly getting cut up. He keeps losing his clothes. Yes. So yeah, a lot of times he's just running around with no shirt and. Then he'll eventually have no pants, and there's just a big sensor bar constantly covering up his junk. <laughs> yes, man. But, you know, he carries around a sword. But yeah, but the sword is... He, right, since he keeps losing his... Uh, <laughs> he'll either have it, like, right through his shoulder blade or, or, or his, through his arm forearms. and just carries it in his forearm, yeah. <laughs> like, this dude here, dude. So he has to, like, pull it out of his skin in order to... It is, it is bananas, it. dude. Yeah, it, it is bananas. It is crazy. But it's but fun to watch, though. It is. So yeah, the, basically the premise is once he learns what her ability is, 
you know, he's been around for so long, he just wants to die. Right. And he thinks she's his chance to die now, so he just needs to figure out how her power works and in order to die. Um, and as they find out, it's like the more skin contact or the more intimate is, then the more, <laughs> you know, likely it is to be a bigger, you know, catastrophe. <laughs> so as she kissed him, and that she, that like guy, on, the, on the cheek. On the cheek. Yeah, it wasn't that. So she kissed him on the cheek because they were kidnapped. And the, I guess this organization, they come, to, you know, what are they call them, the Gators? Um, the, the Negators. The Negators, yeah, I, I think. think. So. so they kidnapped him. This guy had his sword. He's all cheeky, talking shit. And all of a sudden, she kissed him on his cheek. <laughs> he, had a, he had his head. Yeah, she kissed him on his, his, his head. His bodiless head is flying around. So. And then the guy catches catch him. him. Yeah. And then, and then she runs for her life. life. And what comes is a damn meteorite. Yeah, a meteorite drops down and blows up the whole this building. This is what we're talking in. about. Stuff like this, man. <laughs> like, where'd it come from? Stuff like that. You know, people that touch her die all kind of weird ways and just funky ways to die. Right. So, yeah, so it's just, it's a really crazy show. It's pretty inventive with how they use their powers, which is kind of neat. Unfortunately... At the beginning, it gets to be a little too gropey or, you yeah. know, because he's always, he's, yeah, like a little sexual harassment type thing. Because he's like, come on, let me grope you or let me have sex with you or let me, what you know. Cause, that was the first episode. Right. Because the more, yeah, the more physical contact, the more, um, yeah, like we said, the yeah. bigger the catastrophe will be. Yeah. So that's more likely to kill him. So he's trying to get as much skin contact as he can or intimacy. But... So they do kind of come to a compromise in yeah. the second one where he's like, I don't want to force myself on you, uh, but I'm going to make you fall in love with me. Right. And then, you know, and then we'll be intimate and then, you know, it'll happen. Yeah, he's trying to respect her boundaries now. But he still does, like, you know, reach into her shirt every the now and then in the spur of the moment and stuff like that. So it's still a little iffy, but I do hear that pretty much goes away right? Um, later as the manga goes on. So that's at least, you know, something to look forward to if that really squicks you out. Um, it's not as bad as it could be, but it is still uh, yeah. a little... I've seen worse. Right. I've definitely seen worse. I've seen worse. But yeah, that is, that's probably the one hang up I have on that is that it was a little too sexual harassy. Sexual harassing. Yep. I don't know if that's a real <laughs> term, but it is. I'm have to look that up. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, Undead Unluck is my number two of my picks for um, this season. What's yours? Uh, my number two is The Eminence and Shadow Season 2. Oh yeah, let's talk about that one. That okay. one right there. I mean, cause I, that's one of my favorites too. I didn't put it on there, but it's one of my favorites. This is just such a crazy show. Oh, dude. Um, it's, it's funny. So yeah, it's basically about a guy who... He gets, you know, he's kind of weird. Uh, you know, he like is that the word you yeah, want to say? Yeah, he's a little. He's, he's hung of, up on himself, right? Yeah, he's hung up on himself. But in like the real world, he like trains himself with like uh, crowbars yeah, and crowbar. things like that to be like the ultimate like you know vigilante, shadow, yeah, shadow vigilante or whatever. You know, he's the guy who who comes in and saves the day at the you know the last minute, and people are like, "Who was that?" That you know, that's kind of his obsession. Um, and so, you know, the first episode is all that showing him, you know, doing his thing. And, you know, he's he's pretty... Uh, he was pretty good with that. Right, he's thing, very man. talented. But he's like, you know what would make this better is if I had magic or something like that. If I could really utilize, you know. And then, of course, he gets hit by a bus and gets reincarnated in a world that does have magic. So, yeah, he pretty much trains from, like, the, you know, the beginning to become this shadow warrior. And so it's just really funny because... 
he's yeah so he's you know the eminence in shadow is what he calls himself and so he he kind of you know he's kind of like a um chumi chumi yeah a chuni, chumi. you know kind of like the eighth grade syndrome or yeah. whatever you know where you're like oh i have a dark power in my eye or you know <laughs> oh i keep my arm wrapped in a bandage because you don't want the remind, you know my demon all. arm to come out or you know saki saki what was the psyche name? The, um, he had his best friend like that. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, Psyche um, K. Yeah, Psyche K. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was that's a great show. It's hilarious. <laughs> a nice, yeah, a nice parody of all those yeah anime tropes. But um, but yeah, so so he's got like all this magic, and he's managed to save like all of these girls who get corrupted by this thing, and turns them into like weird blobby Lob monsters. Things, yeah. But he manages to fix them, and so now of course they're you know beautiful women. Uh, but of course, they're all devoted to him. How many? How many is it? Is oh, it, it's a lot. I know. Is it seven? But yeah, there's I like it was ten. Um, well, the initial ones, I think there's like seven or eight. It's like alpha, beta, you know, they are Greek gamma. Yeah, yeah, they're all the thing up to eta. Eta. So I think it's seven. Okay. And then everybody else after that has num- on the has numbers. Yeah. Um, right. The ones that. So it's like those are his initial disciples, and then they bring in other girls that they save, and you know they're disciples under them and so they all kind of worship and you know are, are trying to do the bidding of uh, Sid is the, the main, the main character, character yeah but here's the funny thing is that Sid has kind of created this whole world that there's there's this evil entity the cult of Diablos you know that he has to fight against and you know he's the eminence and shadow and there's heroes trying to train at the magic academy and whatnot but he's the one who's going to step in and you know kind of like be the cool figure right. and that's his thing but in his for him everything is in his mind but the cult of diablos really exists <laughs> and all of his disciples know it exists and they're fighting against it and they're trying to do his bidding and you know using his knowledge of the real world to kind of like make corporations and bring you know, in all that this was money. hilarious and yeah beta wants to be a writer so she takes a lot of his stories and writes novels so she's a famous author you know her pseudonym is and you know and it, so it's kind of funny, but they know it's real, but they don't realize that he, he doesn't, doesn't know, know it's real. real. Yeah. That's, the, that's the kicker. Yeah, so it, it gets kind of weird sometimes, the line, you know, it's, it's kind of a fine line, but it's funny. But then also, when he just is acting as a regular person, you know, nobody knows how talented he really is. He even right. hides it from his sister who's, like, obsessed with him. Um, it, but it's a... Uh, he's a... Uh, he just acts as... He wants to be the, the background, background character. character, right? So he's always thinking about how would the background character act, you know? So like at the beginning, like what are the in the first arc? It's like his, you know, his doofus friends, because of course all anime main characters have yeah, don't have, yeah, friends have or, dorky friends right. that can't, you know, can't get girls or whatever, and they're always, you know, doing all these stupid hijinks. But they basically put him up to asking out a popular girl, and he's like, "Well, yeah, sure, that's what the background character does. I'll go do it, and I'll get rejected." But she's got her own motivations going on, so she accepts. So yeah. now it kind of throws everything, you know. And uh, so it just got, gets kind of crazy. But, so yeah, so this is the it's second just funny. It's is, funny when you say that. But when he asked her to out for be, um, be, her, be his own girlfriend, she said, yeah. And he said, um, I just do it for money. I mean, he threw the coin. He yeah, bought like a dog. Yeah, he's like a dog. He like, yeah, grabs it with his mouth and jumps in the air to grab it. Yeah. Well, this dude crazy, so, man. Yeah, it's just kind of funny. But, yeah, and so... He's got all these schemes that he does. So sometimes, you know, even his, you know, Alpha and, you know, the disciples are like, yeah, we're going to do this. And he's like, no, we're going to do it this way. And they're like, 
uh, oh, okay, I guess we're going to do it that way. <laughs> you know, it's because they follow, you know, his every whim, yeah. you know, because he's the leader. He saved them. Um, so it's just kind of funny. He's just running his own little, you know, he's lost in his own little world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the second season kind of continues that. Yeah. And so the second season kind of starts with this, uh, it's kind of like a dark city or a whatever. Lawless, they call yeah. it Lawless City. Yeah, the Lawless City during like the, the Red Moon right. or, you know, whatever, where, you know, bad things are going to happen. <laughs> so someone is trying to resurrect like a, a vampire, vampire queen. queen. Yeah. And so now there's like, Vampire zombies Ghouls everywhere, and stuff. And yeah, and things like that. And then there's one. Um, so his sister drags him to that, but then he gets separated from his sister. So now his sister thinks that he's been kidnapped by the guy who's trying to sacrifice him to resurrect the de- the uh, vampire queen. Yeah. And uh, and then she, you know, and he encounters early on this uh, Mary. Mary Bloody was it Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary, Mary or something? Yeah, she's a vampire hunter, and you know she's like. You need to get out of here. It's dangerous. You know, the time of awakening is soon. And blah blah blah. So she says these cool lines. And he so he's gets like, so it's cool. So he starts running around his shadow, just constantly repeating the same lines. <laughs> and even at one point, he recites, recites them to her. And so it's just funny. He's like, he just so, wants to be cool. So he's saving people and going, the time is, you know, the time a, is not. That's a know. dork, man. Yeah. <laughs> a dork. And that's just his thing. He just get, you know, and he ends up like. Well, there still is a resurrection, but you're like, okay, this guy who's gonna who's gonna sacrifice this person to bring her back, he's gonna be this big bet. Nope, he kills him in like two seconds. <laughs> sure the guy is. doesn't even know he's there before. He's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like all this craziness, but so it's yeah, it's like this satire that's sometimes doesn't feel like a satire, but yeah, it's just. I don't even know how to describe this show. No, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's fun. Bonkers. It's yeah. It's bonkers, so man. It, yeah, it's it's just a good time. I, it, I highly recommend. It, it is a good time, dude. It's it's just the stuff he says, man. It's it's like it makes no damn sense. He's just hung up on himself, man. He's he is, gonna be yeah. the the background background character, but behind closed behind the scene, he's the man, right? right. He, that that's that complex. So yeah, I'm the hero of this story, but I'm gonna be a, a background character at the same time. Yeah, he. he but you know what? I want to. I'm hoping he figure out this stuff is for for real. I don't know. We'll uh, have to see where it goes. I haven't. I haven't read. I bought the light novels. Right. The, I think there's only four so far. Right. At least four in English. Um, but I have not read them yet, so I don't know where you know, it goes. You know, one of my biggest my thing from last season when he's so powerful, right? And then he said, "I am atomic." I'm like, oh, he, I thought he was gonna do it again this season. I'm like, don't blow up the damn city, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. I am. Atomic, no recovery. I'm like this dude. Yeah, so this one he did like complete healing magic. Right, so it healed everything in the city. The last two times he just blew the damn. The, the, well, no, he did it. I think he just did it once. He was going to do it a second time. That's right. And then he stopped. Right. And then just disappeared. Yeah, like, um, I do. I said, I am atomic. Like, oh god, don't do it, man. Yeah. But yeah, but I, I I agree with Trevor, man. It's a fun show to watch, man. It's it's so. I don't want to say unpredictable, but it's just hilarious the way he think things. Yeah, the way, mean, in a way, it is kind of unpredictable. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen here because, yeah, it's... And first of all, you want to be a hero or want to be the villain because it goes back and forth with him. Right, well, he's, he, he's the in-between. That's yeah. why he's the shadow. It's right. like, he's, you know, he kind of does, like, all the dirty work, but, you know, he likes to come in and sort of save the day, but he doesn't want to be the hero. Right. He's the dark figure that you're not really sure which side they fall on. Like Batman, huh? Right. Yeah. Something, yeah, like, or something that. like that. Something like that, yeah. In the shadows. Okay, cool. So that's his... Like I said, I, I agree with Trevor. That's one of my favorites. 
Um, my next one is Spy Family. That's a great right. one. I like, I like I love Spy Family, dude. I'm just gonna keep it short on this one. Here's the premise. It's this country. That, uh, it sounds like a Cold it's, War. It's two countries. Two countries, yeah. like, so, a, like yeah. a Cold War. Very reminiscent of the yeah of the Cold War. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like this espionage, spy yeah. stuff, and, and yeah, it's know. almost like one country is like England, and the other country is kind of like a Germany or right. a Russia. But yeah. I think more Germany. I was I, what is it called? Estonia. As somebody is one of the yeah, nations. Yeah, I, I can't remember the other one. But. So, so yeah, so we have this spy named Twilight. He's one of the top spies for the, for the country, right? Right. For the other country. And um, he finished. He finished one. Um, he finished a mission. And his next mission it was the infantry. <laughs> I'm laughing, dude. Hold, hold up. I can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so he has another uh, mission. I forgot what, what was the name of the mission. I forgot the name of the mission. But anyway, he had to uh, pretend to be a dad, and he had to go have a daughter. Right. right. Well, basically, his mission is he needs to. Figure out what Desmond. That's his name. The guy he needs to see. Yeah, he needs to figure out what Desmond, who's this very rich and powerful, like a bureaucrat. Yeah, um, what he is doing. Um, I don't remember exactly why, but he needs to basically get in his good graces, or at least yeah, get in the circle and meet him, and kind of be able to then get information for you know for his own country. So, but in order to do so, the way they're doing it is that Desmond has a young son. Uh, in like this prestigious academy, right? So there, elegance, right? Therefore, Twilight has to, uh, a, a, you know, adopt. Yeah, he has to have a fake family, yeah. and in order to use, you know, his kid, enroll them in this academy as a means to get to Desmond. That's right. So, and I want to nutshell. I'm just say like this: What did you get? What do you get with a spy? And you get an assassin together. And you got a kid that has psychic powers. Psychic powers. You get spy family. Right. On this, in a nutshell. So, like you said, he's trying to have a, this cover of being a dad. It's fake family. So he goes to this orphanage and he meets up with Anya. Anya has been there for, you know, for a while. And she has she had telepathic powers. Nobody knows knows it at all. Right. I think she was, wasn't she originally, like, tested on? She was tested on, so, right. Yeah, she's kind of yeah. had a little bit of a rough background. So in that country, they did a lot of testing on right. kids and um, animals, animals as well. Yeah. You know, so he finds her, he adopts her, and she, and <laughs> she read his mind. Well, yeah, that's the funny thing, is he does not know no. that she is psychic. No. Because um, he's basically looking for someone who's smart and whatever, and so... She, uh, but she wants to get out of that orphanage and be adopted. So she reads his mind, and then when he gives her like a crossword puzzle to answer and all these things, she just reads his mind for the answers and does it perfectly. And he's like, "Wow, what a smart kid!" Damn. This is the kid, you know, and like you know. But I'm looking for a six year old, and she's like five. But she's like, and she's like, "Oh, she looks younger than six. And she's, I'm six. You know, it's like that type of thing. Yeah, she's reading his mind. So, so he, so he, he, he adopts Anya. That's one out the way. Now, the thing is, he needs to have a wife, right? He decides that he needs to have a wife to make it look, yeah, to fit in a little bit better. So the wife part is funny, too, because the wife... So he meets meets Yor, who is like an office worker... uh, By day. day. Right, but she kind of is constantly getting made fun of by her co-workers for not being in a relationship, and, you know, she's a little naive, and, you know, um, but... By night, she is like a super deadly assassin. Yeah, dude. You know what? You know what? 
the first bloody ep- thorn is that what her name yeah is? with thorn yeah yeah bloody thorn yeah. I think, yeah so she uses yeah these knives and just, yeah they're like damn yeah knives they don't like knives it was just like straight sticks they might not like they did poker a poker right. like but anyway um she they meet up he saw her at a um a tailor um uh, yeah they was at yeah a tailor. they meet at the tailor because he's getting anya's uh school clothes school made. clothes so she meets um twilight and anya there and I, I'm, I'm, it's been so long I've seen the first episode. Yeah, I just did the basics. Yeah, basics. So they get together, and they. It was funny how he. Yeah, say, it's, it's a, it's a, it, it's kind of like a marriage of convenience yes, for them because right. she wants to look like she has a relationship and she's normal in her workplace. Well, she so, is not normal, right? And uh, and you know he wants a wife. And then, of course, neither of them know that he's a spy and, and she's, she's an, an assassin. assassin. So, you know, that's what makes the dynamic right, so he fun. He keeps playing this whole thing is that, yeah, they've got these hey, secondary lives but that they're Anya, hiding from but each Anya, other. Anya know both secrets. Oh, yeah. Anya's psychic. So psychic, of course yeah, she, she knows. knows. And she should be here, though. The expressions on her face is hilarious. Anya, Anya is worth watching this show for. Yes, it I is. Mean, she is just amazing well, character. Right. I watched the latest episode, dude, and they were playing Goldfish. Go, was it Goldfish? Yeah, Goldfish. No, uh, Old, Old Maid. Maid. And she won, and, and I was like, oh, like, come right. on, man. She won because she knew which cards to pick. Yeah, Damien was trying to get her to... He said, you uh, cheated. He said, are yeah. you psychic? She said, oh, oh. oh <laughs> Does he know? Okay, let's play again. And this time she has to pretend, you know, to, and then she almost loses. But the, but this this show, is it has everything, man. It's wholesome. Um, it has action, too, as well. Um, it just, it's comedy. It's just at its best, you know, because these... Your Twilight Onion, um, they have secret lives. They don't know nothing about. Right. So and you get yeah, you get some yeah, so you get some fun, you know, fun missions, fun things, you know, the background when they're doing their own stuff. Even supporting characters right. are fun. And the supporting characters are great. Um, and then you know, and it just as as they're doing this, it's like you can tell they're kind of bonding as a family. Right. You know, and uh, Lloyd uh, Forger, the main character, uh-huh. uh, the you know Twilight, Twilight the spy. Right. You know he's very just like, you know, by the by the book business, you know, all business type guy. So he's not going to get attached. He's not going to whatever. But you can see it's starting gradually. To, yeah. So yeah, once this mission is over, what is he going to do? That's kind of the you know the idea in the back of your head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great dynamic. The characters are fun, and Anya herself is just she steals the show every time. She, she does because she's. A, She's adorable and she acts like a five year old. Yes. That's what's great about it. She's, you know, you know, not this little precocious whatever. She's, you know, when she reads their minds, it's like she knows what they're thinking, but she doesn't understand it, it all the time. Yeah. And then she assumes right. something so else. She gets all of these misunderstandings, yeah. which causes, you know, all these crazy things and the faces that she makes. Her face it's, game is brilliant. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying, dude. Yo, the episode when um, your got shot in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna say anything else, man. And uh, Anya was home to trailing them, and she finally read the what was it? One of the waiters was one of the people that got away. Right, the one. Yeah, I think he was. No, yeah, he. Yeah, he, he was got, the one who shot him in the ass. Yeah, but, but he's he the one, one that got, got away. away. Then they get killed. Right, so he's gonna try and poison her, but you know, and kill her. He's trying all these methods, and yeah. So she infiltrates to stop them. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. She, she got, a, he got, she got a kid working with her now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, guys, I really recommend watching this if you just love um, just comedy and some wholesomeness and all. Man, it's it's a good. 
it's a good family dynamic that is a fake family. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. they have they and your is so awkward. She's, she's so not socially. Yeah, she's awkward. She's naive. She yeah. can't cook to save her life. Oh my god! So that entire episode where Bond the dog decides he's gonna go. Yep. Try and help Lloyd finish off his mission early so he can come home and make him food because <laughs> he sees a premonition. Because the dog is psychic in a way that he can see the, the future. future. Right. Uh, so he has a premonition that eating yours food is gonna kill him. <laughs> And that's what I'm talking about. This is a fun show, man. It's it's fun. It's it's got everything. So guys, I I, I recommend this. Trevor as well would agree with me. This is one of the best, better shows out there. Hundred percent. Yeah. So you know, Spy Family. So that's my other one that I picked for the good. All right. My number three pick is one called The Apothecary Diaries. Yeah, I finally watched that one. Okay. So yeah. So this was one. Yeah, it came. It started late in the season, but they dropped three episodes right away to get caught out. It wasn't um, planned, boy. Yeah. So this one was one that I had kind of seen the cover of and kind of heard a little bit about, you know, the manga, like, over the last couple of years. So I was kind of looking forward to this one. I do have to say it's not quite what I was expecting it to be. Yeah. But it's still good in its own right. I really I really like it. Right. Um, so basically, basically it's about, it kind of, it takes place in China. Um, and it's about yeah. this girl who, um, she's the daughter of an apothecary. In like a small village. Can you explain that to people who don't know? So, well, an apothecary is basically kind of like a chemist or you know a pharmacist. Right. They you know they make drugs and you know the herbs like and doctors and whatever. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, but she likes to experiment on herself. So you see experiments on her arms. So you see like little flashbacks of her testing things on her arm or even a snake bite on her arm and you know. Uh, so she's really into yeah, doing this and then when. She, you know, she kind of serves, uh, a lot of times she, you know, she's also made friends and kind of serves at, like, the brothel. Yeah, to Kind yeah. of help them with... They uh, called them something, no. They wasn't prostitute. They called them courtesans. Courtesans. Courtesans, yeah. Yeah, well, they're What's not the, really courtesans at the brothel. But, yeah. Um, courtesan, I mean, well, they kind of are, but courtesans, well, eventually the... She get she basically goes out to pick some herbs, and even though she was warned at the beginning by her dad to be careful because there's kidnappers around, she basically gets kidnapped and sold into, um, you know, to be a servant in the royal palace for the concubines for the emperor. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. In the golden palace or whatever is where she works. So you yeah, know, man was like, slinging that D, huh? Right. So basically, there's <laughs> there's thousands, you know, thousands of girls that work there, and any and very few males, but any males that are there are castrated. castrated. So they're eunuchs. Eunuchs. Oh. Because that way they can't go and you know. Yeah. You know. Who the hell want to do that damn job? S- dude? Seduce the seduce the emperors. Yeah. No, I, I would not take a job like that. Well, you don't necessarily have. A choice. choice. Oh, it was no. It was no choice. Right. Usually they're kidnapped or sold, or that you know yeah. they have no money, so yeah, their parents sell them into you oh, know, servitude. Oh, rough times, man. Right. Exactly. So yeah, most of the time they're not like, hey, cut off my balls over here. This is off. the job I want. Yep. No, <laughs> Damn. It's not how it works. Um, but basically, uh, she's just trying. You know, she's very. <laughs> She doesn't like it, but at least, you know, after a couple months there, she's kind of like, well, it is what it is. I got to be here for two years at least, and then I can get out of here. So I'm just going to keep my head low, you know, not make it, you know, because if you get noticed, it could be bad for you. Yeah. Because uh, they could easily replace you. Yeah. And by replace, they mean kill you and bring someone new in. That's uh, just wrong. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of a way a lot of things day. were back then. Yeah. You know, they're, they're treated like property. They're, yeah, they're... Yeah, that's true. They're slaves, essentially. Yes. Um, 
Although they do get pay because they can send the pay back home to their you know families and stuff. That's, that's true. That's the idea behind it. But for her, she's not really happy about it, and she doesn't want to take on additional jobs and get more money or bonuses because all the bonus extra, most of her bonus money goes to her kidnappers. <laughs> that's fun. So up. yeah, she doesn't want to help them out. No. <laughs> but um, so. They're uh, basically the emperor has, you know, a series of concubines there. And recently there was one lady who had a son. So he's now the prince. And then there's another lady who had a daughter who I think is older. But because it's a daughter, it's not going to be the heir. Right. So the prince is like the big one. But what ends up happening is, is the, um, the prince gets really sick. And the mom is a little bit sick too. You know, the courtesan who's the mother. And then... The, the lady with the courtesan with the daughter also gets starts getting a little sick but time. not quite as bad but right. she's also getting sick and so when the main character Mao Mao, Mao, Mao is her name um, which basically means like cat or meow meow uh, but <laughs> okay. Mao, 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 Mao Mao when she she kind of stumbles across it and as she's witnessing it she's like oh I know exactly what the problem is it's, it's the poisonous face paint right. that they use as makeup um, and it comes in contact with the baby when they're hugging them, and so then the baby ingests it, and the baby gets sick. Yeah. So she obviously doesn't want to go. Oh, I know what it is, and, you know, because the doctor can't seem to figure it out. Um, but she decides that she can't just let it go. So she tries to. She leaves a note um, tied to a, a flower on the windowsill of the courtesans, right. and the lady with the prince ignores it, mm. but the lady with the daughter doesn't and so she um so she stops using the makeup but the other lady didn't do it in time so the prince died yeah um but there's a a very handsome you know pretty boy eunuch yeah um that is has been has a prominent position in this golden palace and he's pretty smart and he kind of figures out because he had passed by her as she was walking away when there was a scene between the two courtesans when she, that's when Mamao figured out what was going wrong. So she was hustling away to go kind of write her note. Or yeah, whatever. I remember that. And he kind of noticed her, and then he figured it out that she must have been the one who did it. So he plays this little ruse where he brings them all in a room, and he holds up a, <laughs> he holds up a, a, a sheet of paper, basically, that says, The girl with the freckles, please don't leave. And she read it. And most of the so girls are illiterate. Yeah. So all of them are going like, what? And he's like, okay, you can be dismissed. And of course, she hesitates. And he's like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did watch that, man. Yeah. I like, so then just... it kind of becomes like a, a little bit of like a, um, a house or a Sherlock Holmes type thing where each episode she kind of figures out what's going on. Yeah. But it doesn't quite get in as deep into the, you know, oh, what is the problem? Like the second episode... Um, some of the war, some uh, soldiers yeah. soldiers are getting poisoned, yeah. and she figures out at the end that it's in some tree roots or whatever. There's poison in it, and they're using it. They the chop their own, yeah. They they shave their own chopsticks out of these tree roots. Yeah. So what's making them sick and poisoning them is actually the chopsticks they're using. Yeah, by not, the cure of the elder, not the food that they think the villagers poison. Yeah, by the um, cure of the damn elder of the village, the mayor of the village, right, I believe. But luckily, there was some who had like you know a good head on his shoulder and said, "Hold on." Let's wait and figure this out. Yeah, but so yeah, it didn't delve too much into that, and she kind of solved it from like you know miles and miles away. Yeah, she was, never was, was quick on the scene, mm-hmm. you know. And then the third one was kind of like a a ghost sleepwalking girl type yeah. thing. But 
But what really makes it work is that the character Mamao is a really fun character. She's a, you know she's great. You know there's little deadpan humor things and you know getting to see her own her inner um, monologues and right. stuff. And then of course the the pretty boy pretty boy eunuch <laughs> guy. He keeps trying to like I'm going to try and seduce her a little bit or whatever because he knows he has a charm effect on all the women. Yeah, we kind of learn that one of the reasons he's there is. Because some of the courtesans that are there, who are belong to the emperor, some of them kind of like, oh, come have tea with me, and they're trying to like, su- you know, seducing or falling into temptation, and then he's like, out, because he can't have any of his courtesans wanting other men. Yeah. So yeah. he's also a little bit of a trap. Right. Um, but, you know, he's just kind of a thorn in her side because she does not. She thought he was a girl at first. And she sure so, did. Yeah, I remember so, that. So she is not really into him, and every time he tries to do his seduction thing, she just shivers. Whatever, yeah, she, she shivers. shivers. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's just like creepy, you know, like shiver up my spine type. Uh, get away from me, dude. Yeah. And then, of course, that actually starts to turn him on more. <laughs> <laughs> freak man, a freak. Is right, a freak. yeah. He's starting, yeah, he's starting to like get addicted to that. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but I, I do I do like that. Yeah, she's a, she's a really fun character. So, yeah, yeah I'll watch I, it. I, I recommend this one. Yeah, I watched some of the. I liked it, man. I like I like what I saw. Yeah. Um, so, I think the next one for me, I'm gonna switch it up. Is um, it's kind of lighthearted. Uh, our dating story. No, our dating story. All oh, these long titles, man. God damn. Okay. Our dating. Our dating story. story. The experience. The inexperienced me, me and the inexperienced you. Is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Damn, the long titles, man. Damn no. anime. Oh. So anyway, um, I'm gonna just keep it simple. It's just, it's this um high schooler. You know, like you said, the three boys. They always got to have the, the yeah, dorky. It's, it's your general, it's you know, like potato potato yeah. coon is what they call him. Yeah, you know, like protagonist who's just kind of like. He's right. a nothing burger, but that's <laughs> kind of how, how they say, that's why they call him potato coon. They're just these generic looking dudes who like have vapid personality. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So but, they make a dare. I think was it a, uh, um, a dare? Was it a dare this time around? Yeah. Well, he, he, he gets a crush on this one girl who, um, apparently she dates a lot of people but they only it only lasts for a couple for of months weeks. It, yeah it doesn't weeks really or a month at a time yeah it doesn't really last for very long but you know she's got a reputation of being kind of easy right um and but he he just lends her her pencil one day cuz she needs to fill in a form real quick and you know it he just kind of develops a crush on her based on that yeah. and so yeah they i think they find out or something but then they're basically like you know hey uh, you know, they challenged him to bet ask you this her out, Yeah, he, to and which he did. Right, which he did, and you know, and they went back to her room. Well, so he's well, he goes and he confesses, expecting her to reject him, but right. then she doesn't. Uh-huh. So yeah, she agrees. Agrees. So they hung out, whatever. I think he went back to to her house, and all of a sudden she started taking her clothes off. He said, "Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute." In other words, he said he was a gentleman. He said, "I'm gonna take take our time and talk whatever." Right. And you know he had his inner thoughts in the monologue. He was a gentleman that in that, that aspect. That's bad, There's some other like iffy things in that first yeah. episode yeah. that he does that you're kind of like, eh. yeah. he's better than them, but not that much better right. in some ways. Because like right before that happened, when she was going and changing or whatever she was doing, I think she went to no, she went to go get tea or something. Yeah. 
Um, oh, I'm in the girls' room. That's what he said. He saw, yeah, he saw her drawer was slightly open. Yeah, her underwear drawer, so or whatever. So of course he had to open it, and he sees this slinky shirt or whatever that he thinks is lingerie. But she's like, "Oh, you like my blouse?" <laughs> you know. But uh, well, he's a boy. But yeah, he's you know he's thinking, "Oh, should I or shouldn't he?" And he does. does yeah. So in some ways, he's not necessarily better than them, but, but you know, no. they try and play like he is. And he does get better in future episodes. Oh, he really does. He yeah. gets better. He, he gets better. But I mean, this is one of those. It's one of those things. I said, you know, let me watch something. I watch so much anime that's like dark and this and that, and you know, except Spy Family. That's funny, you know. But that right there, I said, let me go and watch this. You know, so that's one of them. And um, like you said, he gets he gets better. Yeah, it's as, it's a cute rom com where you know her her deal is basically that she. You know, as long as she's single and somebody asks her out, she'll usually say yes because she kind of finds dating is the way to get to know somebody. Unfortunately, she kind of has this weird thing in her head that she doesn't really think what she wants. It's more like, well, the guy wants to have sex with me, so I will have sex with them to keep them around. It's kind of that That, work mentality that she really kind of needs to... And so what he says to her when he's like, well, I would really love to have sex with you, but it's a little early. Let's, you know, let's wait. Let's not do it right away. That's, when I, that's, when I, that's the part I'm thinking about when right. he did. You know, and so he kind of is like, you know, we'll do it when you want to do it, not when I want to do it. Like when you are ready and you want to do it with me. And, you know, so it's something. And a she bit was more. taken back by that. Right. You know, he said, so, yeah. So she's now seeing things in a slightly different perspective. So, yeah, this is kind of a rom-com about their whole you know, they get to know each other and maybe find out that even though they're kind of different, she's like super popular and you know a gal because she's all dressed up and, and got the blonde hair. And they wanted to keep it secret at first. Kind of a you know, a video a game dude. Yeah. loser type guy. And they wanted to keep it secret at first, right? But then this it's a twist right here. So the, the girl shows up. A, a, a new, new girl, girl shows that up. actually he had known in middle school, middle school. and he had yeah, confessed, confessed to her. Himself, yeah. And she said, "I just want to stay friends." And she shows up. In his class, right, and she gave a name and everything, and you know he talked to her and stuff like that, and they sit they sit beside each other, and um, and he what did she say? She said she was sorry that she did it to him or something when they were in middle school. I don't think she did, but um, he was cordial. You know, he talked to her and stuff like that. that. Yeah, I mean, I think she's kind of like yeah, she, you know, yeah, she's yeah, she's trying to be nice and whatever, but then yeah, rumors start circulating through the school right. that. The girl he's dating is like, you know, she, she uses, uses people, for the money. she uses guys for money, yeah. and she does this, and you know, just all sorts of, you know, bad. Like, I don't know the man got a name. I don't, yeah, rem- I don't remember the name. I don't, her, her name is Runa. Runa, the girl. Girl, Runa right. uh, I don't remember the other one's names. <laughs> yeah, Runa. So that rumor is going around, and he tells her about it, and he finds out that she's saying the things about Runa. Right. And he doesn't like that. He really just told her off, but. You know, she's a good person, so why are you doing it? And she gives the explanation why she's doing it. Right. You come to find out, she is Runa's sister. They're twins. Twins. Fraternal twins. twins. Fraternal twin. Twin sister. And he's like, oh, wow. And the reason she's doing that, because she always said that she always got her way of doing things. Runa way. always wanted to be the center, center of attention. attention right. So she got a lot of, yeah, so she got a lot of attention and, and everything. And then when their parents got divorced, yeah. her dad, she went and lived with her dad and Runa went and lived with her mom. Right. Um, but then her dad got remarried, but then he just That's recently got, got divorced, married. Yeah. which is why she's now back with the, um, on this side of town and in this school. With the grandmother granddad. Did she? I thought she was still with her dad. 
I don't know. Oh. Maybe I missed that. All right. Either either way, because of her dad's divorce, now she is back that. in this school, um, and so yeah, she doesn't. She has bad blood between her and her sister that. I don't think her sister really knows about, but <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> yeah, so she's got know. some resentment towards her sister, right? Who her sister is aware there's resentment, but she doesn't really quite understand why. why. Yeah, um, and she finally told her told the guy Runa did that they are twin sisters. She wanted to tell him that, but I forgot what happened. He she, she wanted to. Yeah, I saw the most recent episode. She was just like, "I was gonna tell so, you, but then some." But I was like, "I don't remember that scene." Yeah, they did a quick little flash, you know, but they didn't. Yeah, it just kind of showed a little scene. It didn't actually explain. You know, they weren't talking in the scene. It was man, I'm a, dating somebody, man. I need to know your family. <laughs> Period, point blank. Yeah, but that's something you can get to know people. Get to know people, yeah. But, hey, it's man. like, obviously, that part hadn't come up. They're still <laughs> early in their dating. <laughs> I'm just playing, though. I'm, I need to know your family. Yeah, I, need I need to know your credit score. I need <laughs> yeah, your credit score. How many people went crazy in your family? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, man, so I'll watch it, man. I'm going to keep watching it. It's one of my, I guess that's a guilty pleasure for me. It's not the best one out there, but it's watchable. And I... And I'm gonna see where yeah. it goes. Yeah, it's it's cute without feeling like it's overbearing. Yeah, a lot of them sometimes you get these things where the the main character is like way too much of a pervert. Yeah. Or you know, it's like there's so much of a loser that you're like, I mean, this guy's not great, but he's better than most of them out there. Where it's like, I don't even understand why all of these women are throwing themselves mm-hmm. at this guy. Yeah. He is a a loser, he's perverted, he's, you know, whatever, he's, he's got nothing going high for school, him. Yeah. High school, high school D-timey. Right. This, this one, at least, the guy is a little bit better. Right. Um, so you can kind of get around, and it's just kind of a warm fuzzy, the two of them are getting to know each other and build their relationship and maybe figure out that, hey, maybe we're just exactly what we needed with, you know, But now he goes to the monkey, I mean, he goes to the monkey. Right, and so now the sisters, the sisters throw here. on a monkey wrench into it. But, you know, that's kind of the whole idea. I don't think it's going to turn into, like, Harem, I think it's going to be no. more like we're going to come out of this stronger, or you know, this is going to help that's where I'm looking at it. Yeah, our relationship. That's yeah. how I'm looking at it too. Yeah, I think that's where it's going. Which is, so which I'm is good nice. with that, right? It's nice to see that it's just a relationship that starts from the beginning, and we get to actually see them experience the relationship. Yeah. A lot of times, it's like building up to the relationship, and then. Well, in harem ones, it's like they either don't ever have a relationship because he doesn't choose anyone, or once he does choose somebody, it's like that's the last episode. So now you don't get to see how the relationship goes. And this is different, though. Right. Like he chose her, and he, she chose him, so it was, it was mutual, you know. So right. I mean, I get it. So that's one of my um, picks. So that's my four picks. That's good. It. They're good. And then yeah, I'll I'll do my last one quickly. <clears throat> but yeah, my fourth pick is. Uh, it's a series called Shy. Shy, shy. Shy. Um, so basically it's about a, a 14-year-old girl who, well, in this world, basically, um, there's a lot, it's mostly peaceful now because all of a sudden every country suddenly got their own superhero. Yeah. So um, it is kind of weird that there's only one superhero per country, <laughs> you know, and, but essentially, each country has their own superhero who have helped keep the peace in the world, um, and you know they all have obviously like different powers and things like that. So this fourteen-year-old girl, um, I'm not really even—we've learned a little bit about what her power is. You know, it, it tends to it tends to do with flames, but um, but really the re- the real thing about this character is that she's got the limelight, you know, the spotlight on her. 
and she has like pretty much crippling anxiety. Um, hence why her name is Shy, because she's very shy. You know, it's not very subtle there. <laughs> no, no, whatsoever. <laughs> but you know, it's we get to kind of see it instead of just like a superhero all-out brawl. It's kind of more of a well, it's actually more of a magical girl show than a superhero show when you think about it. It's like a magical girl show disguised as a superhero show. It is. I agree. But um, but yeah, so it's uh, so basically the first episode, she's um, she's at like a uh, uh, an amusement park, and cause doing she a show, she has to kind of go and do like a show. She's like the opening act, or you know, like the opening for a Sentai whatever, show. For yeah, one of those Sentai Power Ranger type shows. <laughs> yeah. the kids in the audience are watching at this amusement park, and of course, she's kind of fumbling through her lines because she's very shy and you know people are like boo get off the stage <laughs> you know except there is one kid and his sister who are like cheering her on uh, and then uh, something happens with the roller coaster uh, and that that kid and his sister happen to be on but the roller coaster goes up and then it gets stuck at the top of the loop and they're all hanging upside down and so she transforms into her superhero thing and you know jumps up because she has like this rocket um, rocket pack that can yeah. help her jump higher. Um, so she jumps up and is hanging on the bar, and she's like, "You know, let me help you guys." So she, you know, and the sisters like get everybody else off first, and then you know get me last. So she gets all of the other kids off, but then just as she goes up to try and help the last girl, the roller coaster starts moving, and is you know, and so now it's going backwards through the loop. So it's going like really fast, and it's going to careen. So then she tries to get in front of it and uses her jetpack to try and stop it, which she does. She manages to stop it, but the girl gets hurt yeah. because she gets rocked too much and like hits her head and hurts her leg. Um, and so then she's like in a coma in the hospital. So, of course, even though she did something great and saved all those people... The internet, of course, is the internet. And of they course. roast her because, oh, she failed. She didn't save that one girl. She's a terrible superhero. And, of course, for a poor, shy little girl... That's devastating. It's crippling. Yeah, it's yeah. devastating. So, um, another... The the, uh, the superhero from Russia... Who's, I like her. She is funny, but she's a little too... Almost offensive in that her name is Spirit and she's constantly drunk, drunk. on vodka. Yes. Which I don't know how Hysteria, the Russians, that's a stereotype. Yeah, I don't know how the Russians will feel about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Vodka. Right. But she kinda comes and acts as like a mentor that'd be like, you know, hey, you gotta pick yourself back up, get out there, don't listen to the haters. You did something great. Yeah. And by the way, it sounds like that girl has recovered. So, you know, she's not in a coma anymore. Um so then she goes out there. There's a fire in the in a building, and then she ends up saving the little brother again because he decides he's going to try and run in and be a hero just like she was. Um, but of course he's not. So he almost gets crushed by falling debris. So she saves him, and that's when she's like, "All right, I'm going to go in and save these people," and kind of gets her groove back. Yeah. Um, and then of course, then when she gets at school. There's a transfer student who, of course, is the girl who is injured, so she's now on a crutch. Yeah. And, you know, she comes in and sits next to her. So now we're going to develop this. It's going to be, yeah, here's the friendship is magic part. Right, yeah. Know, where I think she's going to help develop her, you know, grow confident through her friendship with this girl. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what we see start to happen. Yeah. But, you know, uh, there's, there's this weird, creepy little kid who's going around, like, corrupting people's hearts. Yeah, he's creepy. Right. So he's going around doing that, and so he corrupts her heart, you know, the, gir the girl right, who is was, injured. Right. Um, because, 
apparently she hates herself for her parents dying in a fire, uh, a house fire, and, you know, just the fact that she couldn't do anything to help, you know, when Shy, that Shy got, you know, that Shy felt bad about everything, and, you know, even though she was the one who got hurt, and blah, blah, blah. So the corruption starts all these weird, like, stone right. scales to grow. Crystal, and, you know, yeah. crystal And he gave her, like, a ring that started it, yeah, yeah. and that's... And that's her heart, is what it is. It's her heart being corrupted. Um, but then she manages to bring the girl back, not through fighting, but through reaching her on an emotional, you know, an emotional level. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's going to be very much one of those, yeah, friendship is magic type shows. Of course. Right. Well, going to be no other way. Right. <laughs> but then she, you know, and then it kind of goes on and she's got to, you know... Learn to use her powers properly, so she's got some. Tests I'm, I'm, to go I'm, I'm, I'm going on an episode right now. I haven't finished. I haven't watched the next episode. Right. So now she, yeah, she, she gets in a, a training fight with Stardust, who's, who's kind of the this, top. He's like a top like rock star, and they go on about how he's charismatic, but he's very stoic. Like, I don't see him as charismatic, but he's essentially a psychopath. That was, uh, that was the Russian one right. told you a psychopath. Well, and that's what he is. He's <laughs> he is a hero and he saves people, but he's like very distant. With his emotions, and so he doesn't have much empathy, right? Which is what a psychopath has. But True. just because you're a psychopath doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you have no empathy, and you have to learn to work around that, right? If you so choose. <laughs> yeah, if you right. so choose, you go so, either direction. <laughs> right. So he's testing her to try and help bring out her powers, or to be like, if you can't do it, quit. Yo, the animation is so similar to um, Fire Force, and so so. Um, Shoot, what is the one? Fire, what the hell with the Soul Reapers? Oh yeah, uh, what is that? The um, this animation is so so similar to it. Um, damn, what is it? Is it with the Soul Reaper, man? You you watched one or two episodes, you said you couldn't watch it anymore. With the girl with the psych. Soul Eater. Soul Eater. Yeah. I was thinking that, but I was like, you said Soul. Did so, that yeah. trigger you? <laughs> yeah, Soul Eater. That's, that's anime is somewhat similar to that. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I can see it. I, I mean, it may even be the same studio. Maybe not positive. Um, but I like, the animation, nice too. I like. But yeah, it. it's it's good animation. You know, it's and you know the main character. You know, it's as somebody who had crippling you know social anxiety when I was a kid, yeah. I can definitely relate. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's it can be really annoying. I get that, but you know that's what people's inner thoughts are when they they have anxiety, right. and so. It's understandable why she feels this way, but I can understand why people who have, do not have anxiety can be like, "This girl is whiny and annoying." Let's keep it um, moving, right? <laughs> but you know, but it's it's a nice show. It's a nice explore, exploration of that, right. and you know, fun characters, good animation. So yeah, I, I'm enjoying this one. Cool. So we got the good good ones out the way, right? That's it. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So we got the good ones out the way now. Y'all ready for this? We're going to do the bad. Yeah, we're going to do the bad now. I don't have many of this bad, but... Yeah, we're going to keep, keep the bad list shorter. Short as hell. We'll probably talk longer. But. I don't want to, but no. we're going to keep it short. Uh, let me see. I guess you and I are going to agree with this one. Okay. The Kingdoms of Ruin. Okay. We're well, both talking about, about that last, one, but, but, you know, we'll do that. Okay, now. we'll talk about Kingdoms of Ruin. Yeah. <laughs> so we... Oh, God. I'm going to keep it short, man. This, this one is not going to be short. What yeah, you I got to keep. I don't know, man. I want to keep it short because it, it's leave a bad taste in my mouth. Dude. Okay, yeah. You know this. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say how many words I'm gonna say. I. It sucks. It's terrible. 
I got so many adjectives for this damn anime. It's ridiculous, man. It's just my opinion. You don't have to take my opinion. You know, you can watch it for yourself. But to me, the first episode in the seven, Trevor called me. No, he texted me. He said, <laughs> man, the first episode, the song said, what? And you know me, when Trevor tells me something or texts me something, I'm going to watch it anyway. So I'm going to do it. So I'm watching it. Okay, so, well, here's a little, like, context ahead of time. Go ahead. So when I first saw, like, you know, a couple seasons ago, when the, you know, because they always preview, like, hey, this is becoming an anime and whatever. They were like, the Kingdoms of, of Ruin is becoming an anime. And they showed, like, this beautiful picture of, you know, this guy sitting in this... Oh. On top right, of a, sitting on top city. of like a yeah a clock tower on yeah. a city with like the sun setting in the background. It looks great, and he's sitting there and he's got like this quill you know in his hand. And so you know, but then I read about it and it's like witches are being hunted or whatever. And you know, one of his one of his uh, beloved witches is killed in this witch hunt, and now he wants to get revenge. And so you know, he's gonna go and you know, but the way it looks, the way it looks so pretty and beautiful, and with the quill, you think. This guy's going to do it in a right. very knowledgeable way. He's going to he's going to strike at their weakness and he's going to you know, bring them down, you know, in a, a very intelligent way. So I was like, oh, this could be really cool. <laughs> and then you were also like, oh, I saw the preview for yeah, this. Yeah, I saw the preview for this. So you're like, yeah, this is like one of our most anticipated shows of the year. So there's the context. That's the context, guys. So then we watch the episode. So I watched it first. Yes, he did. And when he watched it first, he sent me a text. And I want to—I really want to read this text. What he said? Uh, yeah, I, I, I still got the text, man. <laughs> I'm like, this dude here, man. I'm like, what is he talking about? So I'm reading the text, man. Let me see what the text says, man. You know, it's—it's it's, it's a good one. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. Um, let's see. I'm willing to give it another episode. Okay, that's not that one. Okay. Uh, cute and fluffy. Nah, did you watch Kingdom Ruin? He said, "Yikes!" Oh yeah, that's all I said. He said, yeah, "Yikes!" He yikes. said, "Not." This is what I said: "Not yet bad or good." Yikes! Kind of bad. You'll see. You'll see. I'm like, damn it, now. I said, "Is that bad?" I said, "Damn it!" <laughs> so, so, so I looked at it. He said, "I said I, I watched the first episode of Kingdoms of Ruin. It's kind of rough." That's what I said. This is what you said in your text, right? The sexual assault, the overkill of the witch, the overly villainous emperor. And the crowd that loves it all. Plus, the world doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Kind of ridiculous. And that's in a nutshell, guys. Yeah. That's the whole series. That's the series. Look, man. Right. That first episode was god-awful. Right. So, we're expecting, you know, like, I'm expecting something that, okay, maybe it's, you know, like, this intelligent way of bringing down, well, you know, his man. enemies. No. So, it kind of starts out okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, we see this relationship between, you know, him the and the... The and, and the yeah, witch. The witch. And, you know, obviously witches are only women, so he has to actually use, in order for him to use magic, he has to have that quill um, right. quill sword or whatever it is. Um, so he kind of like, it's like writing out the spells. That's how it works. But, um, so they're kind of like on the run because now society has turned against the witches who previously had kind of been created by God to help humanity. Right. But now, of course, humanity has gotten too big for its britches Again, and yes. decides we're going to kill witches. Um, because, you know, humanity is bad. Uh, <laughs> is humanity that's, bad? That's the message. That's here. the message, right? Uh, it's evil. Right. So, um, so they're like wandering out in the desert trying to like get away. And then all of a sudden, you know, like a hit squad comes and tries to take them out. And she manages to take them out. But then more show up. And then all of a sudden, it's a... Uh, 
a satellite gets activated by like the emperor that literally beams them and transports them right to, to the center of the, the damn center square. square. Yeah, yeah, where this huge crowd is gathered, you know, around this circular, you know, circular. Well, yeah, I can't say circular square, but it's like the circle platform, circular stage, and they're put up there, and so they start dragging the main character, the kid, the boy, off. And they leave the girl, Adonis. Chloe. Adonis. Yeah, Adonis is the boy's name. Yeah. Chloe in the middle, and the emperor's coming, like, and he's like, here we have an evil witch, we have captured her, and, you know, like, the crowd is like, yeah, kill her, we hate her, because we're all like-minded sheep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. <laughs> right. And so then it just gets worse from there. It's like he decides, okay, we're not just going to execute her. But, well, also, there's, like, a magic-blocking thing underneath That's right. This. She can't use right. her magic. So she can't use magic. So she tries, but then she fails. Um, so then he's like, so everybody's laughing at her, and he's like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna further humiliate you, not just execute." So, so he runs over and like yeah, rips her clothes, rips off. her clothes off, and oh, it's like. just now she's exposed to blocking her breasts. And then yeah, he's just kind of being really creepy. And then creepy ain't the word. Yeah, and so yeah, he's he's basically. He's, th- this show is like so edge lord is what this show is. So he's like. The most evil person in the world. Like, that's how he is described. He has no redeeming qualities. He is just pure evil. Yeah. But he's charismatic, and the people who are also evil love him and love everything he do does. And then he shoots her at point-blank range right in the head, yeah. and everybody's like, yeah, you're the man, Emperor. You just executed her yourself. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait, wait. There's more. So after that happens, well, well, first, oh, actually, once he starts, he does the, yeah. he rips her shirt off. Everybody's like taking pictures with their smartphone. Which, by the way, the emperor mentions that the smartphone is really what changed the world. You mean not the teleportation but, fucking yeah, satellites <laughs> or the magic nullifying thing? It does it's not like make any smartphones sense. Smartphones are your top. <laughs> You've just eliminated the need for public transportation, <laughs> <laughs> and the smartphone is your big accomplishment technology. So the world makes no sense. It doesn't. Like the technology that's there with the old school stuff and the yeah, it makes no sense. It's it's kind of ridiculous. That's what I was saying yeah. in the text. It's it's I don't even I can't even begin to, to try and process how weird it is and disjointed and how it does not work. It does not work, right. man. I'm it's, glad you started watching yeah. the second episode because I got something to say for the it's mean episode three and four. Right. Is this so, four? But but basically, so yeah, so after he strips her, he then shoots her point blank in the head. And then, like, all the soldiers, like, open Swiss fire tires. on her. Swiss cheese. Yeah, missing, and just turn her into Swiss cheese. It's like, what the hell is this? But that's not it, not the finished part, though. After that happens, he beheads her. Yeah, he beheads her and then holds her head up to the crowd who's cheering and taking pictures because they're all evil sheep. You know, it's like it is That's what I'm so talking about. black and white. It's ridiculous, dude. I'm like, this is crazy, yeah. So, man. Yeah, it's pure edge lord material, and I was just like, this is not what I was hoping this to be. I was like, dude, oh, I'm like, man. God. And we gave it a second, ch- second, so second, second shot. I to watch the second episode to see what happens because then it goes to like ten years, ten years later, later or something yeah, like years. that. And there's a bunch of girls in this gulag. Mm. So there's you know all these girls in this prison. And then they kind of do a lottery and choose one to go be basically the the sexual slave of the uh, the warden and his cronies in the, the prison. Uh, Again, right? So they, they initially choose like this the pink haired pink haired main girl uh, who's in the opening credits. They choose her friend, the blue haired girl, 
Right. Who she had just cheered up with, like, these immaculate puppets that, and did this puppet show. For some reason, she has these, like, puppets in the prison? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Anyway, so she gives the oh, puppets to the... that comes up the, later. Right. So she gives to the, the puppets to the girl and then says, oh, that's my number, and switches the numbers. So then she gets taken away and finds out, oh, all of the other girls that disappeared after their numbers were called are being used as sex slaves. Yeah. So she doesn't want that. So she manages to find a way to break free and run away. And then she steals the warden's phone, who's, by the way, oh God. a complete caricature stereotype of like a gay trans dressing, you know, uh, cross-dressing dude. Yeah. You know, the, you know the type, like super makeup, has like the, the five o'clock shadow, shadow yeah. Yeah, like slightly darker skin tone, lipstick and definitely on, yeah, lipstick, lipstick, and definitely talks with like, you know, a, an effeminate voice. Yeah. Right, so... She Another manages trope. to steal his cell phone, which has, like, the lock mechanisms and stuff. So she's running around trying to unlock all the doors and stuff, and it's not working because it needs voice recognition. And then she does, like, an imitation of him, and it works. That is not how voice recognition it works. It does not work that way. <laughs> but then that's an answer to that. Right, but then... The voice that? recognition uses his voice, that's an answer to that. It happened in that episode. Later on, no, the next episode, the third episode. That's it. I may have missed because she's she's a witch. Because she's a witch. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't played like that. I know. I mean, you find out later that right. the reason why is like that because she's right. a witch. She we do magic. find out she's a witch, but basically, yeah. then she stumbles into like this main room where they've been keeping Adonis, you know, in like cryogenic freezing for like ten years, and so she lets him free, and that's how the first episode ends. Yep. So then the second episode is basically him getting out and going on a rampage. rampage. He was just fucking right. just killing so everybody. So he goes out and yeah, he's just slaughtering Ooh. men, women, children indiscriminately and just like, die humans, die, fuck you. Yeah. So, which is just like, uh, I mean, I get that he's angry, but this is a little too much. Yeah. And so he has this giant robot, which is just terrible, like, animation that barely That's, moves. Yeah, and, really. You know, and it's... Yeah, it's just terrible. And now we know the Emperor is, like, dying on his deathbed. And he's like, I don't regret being an asshole. You know, that's basically Yo, his thing. Yo, for real, he's no, no redeemable qualities right. whatsoever, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's all black and white edgelord stuff. Nah, that's what this yeah. is. So, so, guys, I mean, y'all might like that stuff, some of you guys. So but. It gets, but as we mentioned with the puppets, then what we find out is they send in, basically, an assassin to go in and take care of the prison wardens. Yes. But, you know, all the... the all the uh, the security guards and the thing have been like shooting up all the prisoners that the girl released. So now she just got everybody killed, right. including we see a split second thing of a blue haired girl with two puppets next to her dead right. on the floor. And then he killed them, warden so and the other so guy. So she saved her friend from being a sex slave only to get her That's fucking killed. Kill. Yeah. <laughs> so this assassin girl kills everybody. He kills yeah, everybody. and he kills the warden and all the security guards and all the prisoners he can. So he's sadistic. He's right. he's, so he's, he's just, yeah. yeah so. He's, yeah, it, it's just, you know, all the bad guys are bad guys. Oh, there's no yeah. gray area whatsoever, right. dude. So then the pink-haired girl catches up with the Adonis um, after he's been going out and doing his slaughter, and she's like, wait, we can resurrect resur Chloe. Witch. We can resurrect Chloe. And so now he's like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do this. Let's go resurrect. And then she gets blasted. <laughs> dude, she got blasted. Like, the way they drew that, he was like a bitch. Right. Oh, I mean, it looked like her whole body was in half. Yeah. yeah I'm like, and that's how second episode ended. And that's where I was like, I'm out. So, <laughs> so that third episode yeah. was even worse. Amos can probably tell you more. That third episode, I'm not going to keep but, it simple, man. The third episode was worse. So what happened is, um, Adonis is on a rampage. So the guy who shot her, the smithereens, the assassin, he got that bullet. He tried to shoot Adonis. He used that quill. He caught the bullet and made the bullet bigger. And... <laughs> It's so funny is that that damn bullet was big like a building. 
And when that assassin saw that bullet, it was right at his nose. Slow motion. <laughs> All you see is half that body go. Oh my god, damn, dude. But yeah, this yeah, <clears throat> this, this is too much. Yeah. So I'm going to leave it right there, dude. Yeah, the show basically exists to be a gore slaughter fest. Oh, so man. If you love, like, revenge that's just kill everybody, you know, at least, that's what this is. At least the fourth, the fourth episode was no murder. No murder in the fourth episode. Yeah, well, he got beheaded at the end of yes, the third episode. Yes, he did. Episode. Well, that's, that's something and I else. think she died, like the, the pink-haired girl died, died from her gunshot wound. But I told you that in the fourth but, episode, there yeah. are a haven for witches. There's a haven for witches. They're all on the moon. Oh, are they? They're on the moon. They're not even on Earth. Craziness. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. shit is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. It's like each step is like, you know, even more and more extreme crazy. So, so the like, witches what? can actually um, breathe in the vacuum of space, but Adonis got a freaking space suit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good, and that guy that is the bad. I'm gonna right. leave it right there. Yeah, that's how. That's what we think is bad. It's it's, it's it's just everywhere, man. It's no, it's no. It doesn't make any sense. The technology is off. Like you said yeah. earlier, you know the big the is is a cell phone. You got a teleportation device. You got a, a machine that negates magic. That's not your biggest accomplishment right. at all. Yeah, it, it's, it's a cell phone. Yeah. Okay. But then a lot of stuff are like still like old school Dude, like you know, blimps and castles, castles and yeah blimps and yeah weird like it's a it is a combination of a lot of things yeah, archaic man. technology it's, it's, yeah it's, it, it, it's a mismatch a mix match that does we didn't not work. we did not it's, need I'm right. sorry so so yo if you want to check it out good guys um your eyeball is going to be just you're going to be like shocked with the stuff you see okay so there was that there was the short description that Amos was going to do. But I told you it was going to be long. Yeah, right. <laughs> you it's your fault, me. man. So anyway, that's a bad. So what are the bad we got? Uh, okay, so one of the bads that I had, I only watched the first episode, but it was enough. What's that? There's this episode called A Girl and Her Guard Dog. It's enough said, dude. Keep it simple. Okay, Just so simple. yeah, I will keep this very simple. It's basically about a girl who, uh, her grandfather is um, like the head of the Yakuza. Oh, God. So, of course, when she's five years old, her parents die in a car accident because that's what happens to anime girls. Uh, so she has to go live with her grandfather, and her grandfather basically chooses a 16-year-old boy, for some reason, who's one of his gang members, to be her guardian. And so it gets really weird because when he first meets her and she's like hesitant, he's like, I'll be your mom. I'll be your dad. And I'll be your brother. I'll be, you know, it's that like, is creepy. It's creepy, and so she's like, okay. Um, but then now, ten years later, she wants to go to a high school that's like an hour away because she wants to be away from her yakuza family because that's caused her problems. Because you know, the friends that she tried to make, their parents would suddenly be like, oh, don't befriend that girl because her parents are yakuza. That's just going to cause us trouble. So she can't make she couldn't make any friends growing up. So she wants to go an hour away, and then that way she's away from you know her bodyguard, and she's away from her grandfather, and she can make new friends and start a whole new you know fun college or fun high school life. But of course, her uh, you know her guardian enrolls in the school, pretends to be sixteen, so he's pretending to be a student in the school. Oh, okay, okay, her. okay. Drew Barrymore movie what was that? Uh, never been kissed. There you go. That's all you gotta say. <laughs> but then he proceeds to like be in there and cock block her all the time with any guys that might be interested. So he's because he's interested in her. And then like there's one scene where she's like upset on her on her bed, and he goes in and crawls into bed with her, and then starts spooning her. And it's just like 
this is creepy. So creepy. And basically, I think the whole, and obviously, the whole thing is going to be about her developing this relationship with her guardian that literally said, I will be your mom, your dad, and your brother when they first <laughs> met. And basically raised her. Creepy as fuck. I was out immediately. <laughs> wow. What is that song about George Michael? I will be your father. I will be your, your father. father. <laughs> yeah, no good. No. So yeah, it's creep fest. Yeah, so I'm like, ooh, no, I am out. Nope. Mm -mm. So, I'm yeah. good. I'm not going to watch it. So that's that one. That's all we're going to say about that one. But, you know. I'm good. I had no other, say, other thing to say about the bad. What okay. about you? Nope, that was it. What's the ugly then? If it's the, right. what's, the, what's the damn ugly? So we have different, different, or we went with different, different definitions of ugly. So for me, there wasn't anything that I had watched that was a complete and total train wreck. I mean, other than Kingdoms of Ruin, but we had to cover that in bad. Bad, yeah, right. That is just bad. Mm -hmm. So for me, I went with a show that's kind of the animation style is kind of ugly, and I chose this show called Under Ninja. <laughs> so. I don't even know where to start with this show because this show is it's weird. Um, I know I hear that the the manga that it's based on is not like this, but it starts like in the future where this group of I guess ninjas pretending to be high schoolers are on the roof of a, a school and they're facing off on the other on the roof on the other side against these girls that are wearing well two of them are wearing like the um, it's not Gyaru makeup, but it's like, you know, the really, it's, it's a similar word, but basically they got like the heavy makeup that makes them look like Donald Trump. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so like, you know, the heavy, you know, tan orange colored faces and you know, the bright eyes and the bleach blonde hair. Um, and so it looks really weird on an Asian woman. Um, but they have that going on. And one of them is like, got a Kabuki face mask. She's not so extreme. She's Kabuki. Um, but they're supposed to like fight them. So it kind of starts there, but then just as it looks like he's about to start fighting, they're like, oh, let's jump to the past. So it jumps like a month and a half before that or something. And then shows a little, you know, just like these weird day-to-day -day lives where the one guy, you know, the main ninja guy gets a job where, you know, cause he's a ninja. And basically this whole world is set up where there's like thousands and thousands of ninja that are kind of this organization in Japan. So, you know, ninjas could be anywhere. Like, yeah. you, know, you could throw a stone and hit a ninja is basically the same. And you die like the next second. Right. So <laughs> it's so it's kind of a world built on that. But there's just a lot of every everyday people are ninjas. Um, so this guy is a ninja and he gets a job from a delivery guy, a delivery driver who is like a ninja, like um is he his sense, He's sensei, like the, the, the go-to guy. He's kind of like a mentor, but he also gives out the assignments and stuff. So he gives this guy who's kind of like a neat freeloading type. Uh, oh, he's a major freeloader. Right. Um, he gives him this job where he has to infiltrate this high school to get to, I guess, the this girl group. Um, and then, so he's... He, so then basically the first episode is kind of him, the, the, you know, the main character, getting his drunk roommate or not roommate uh neighbor a, apartment yeah apartment neighbor to uh pretend to be his mom to enroll him in the high school and you know and then they kind of drink together and he's he's got a weird like sort of roommate who's like this older older balding dude <laughs> yeah. who he steals his beer but then in order like 
they steal his beer when he get when he drinks with the girl. Right. But then, uh, in order to like then play off that they stole his thing, he then takes that guy or he takes her bras that were hanging up yeah, and puts them in the room for the guy so that. <laughs> He accuses her of stealing his beer, and then she's like, "You stole my bra." So it's like, yeah, he, he's, so he's, he's dirty. Sne- yeah, he's a sneaky little guy. He's dirty. Um, but uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's just so it keeps doing this back and forth, which is like weird pacing. Um, so it's got potential, but it hasn't quite lived up to the potential. But the animation style is very rough. Yeah, and this main character, it's like. They ask him at the beginning, like, the girl asks him, how old are you anyway? And he's, like, 16. No. This dude has, like, like one of those little uh, crusty mustaches. Stubs, and, like, yeah, a stubby. little bit of stubble, like, you know, under for, like, a, a goatee type yep. thing. This dude looks 30. <laughs> Sorry. He's he lying. He's lying, dude. That dude looks old as hell. But the animation style itself is really rough. And there's, like, one character. There's a weird twist with this character, but there's one, like kind of this older like really like stocky dude who runs around with no shirt being like hey do you want to drink my breast milk to all the kids oh, it's God. really weird and he's got like a like one of his eyes is a lazy eye so it sticks out sideways and you know he's yeah like i said he's running around with no shirt on but then he encounters like this foreigner that they're trying to get who's going around snipping people's dicks off <laughs> to try because he's trying to find ninja so he's trying to get their attention oh my goodness so for some reason he reads something and thinks that you know he has to snip off dicks in order to do it <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's so the guy wrong. tries to snip off the dick of this big dude you know this burly dude um, but it turns out he actually snips a sausage the guy is holding it's, <laughs> it's weird yeah, but funny. then they get into a fight but then this this uh this burly dude can like really move like a ninja. So apparently he's like this, you know, episode, master ninja or something. What episode is this, man? That was like the second episode. Oh, I got to watch now. But, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just weird. <laughs> so yeah, I don't really know how to feel about this show. So that's that's another part of its ugliness. But yeah, it's yeah, it's mostly the animation. But I mean, check it out. It's I'm gonna it's check it out too. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. So I know my ugly is like it's a season two of a um, series. <laughs> Ugh. And not because of animation. Animation's not that good either, but it's just the story of it all, man. It's just disjointed. You know, it's all um, dead mount, dead, death play. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the wordplay of this anime... It gets is, you every it time. It gets me every damn time, You're like, dude. what's that one called? Dead mouse? I don't know. Dead something. Dead mouse? <laughs> it's, look, look at it. Dead mouse, death play. Dead mouse, You got death something dealing with death twice. Yes. That's hard for me to remember. Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird one. Yeah, so that's one one strike already. With the title of the stem anime, but it's just disjointed. It is. It's very so, disjointed. So here's here's the thing, and this is you know what I was Not, telling no you before. No point attend, Yeah, other, yeah. That basically this is one of those shows by the author of Durara and Bakano. Yeah. So Durara, I liked certain parts of it. Yeah. There were some characters that were fun. I really didn't care for the main character. The yellows like the and the kids' the, characters. The, characters of the gang stuff. Yeah, yeah they just kind of got on my nerves. Right. But, you know, it's like... Uh, I like... Shizuko or whatever? What is his name? The the, the blonde-haired dude who's, oh, like, yeah, so indestructible. Oh, pain? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah he, I like... I love him. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, and, um, yeah. But basically, that's what he does. He basically writes, like, these scenarios with, like, multiple characters that all kind of interact with each other, you know, and their lives crisscross. And that's what he does. And Bacchano is a similar way. I like Bacchano. Yeah, Bacchano is about a whole bunch of like immortal characters that kind of interact with each other and stuff like that. But Bacchano is one of my favorite 
It can't they find it on DVD or nothing. Yeah, it's, it is a masterpiece. I love that show yeah. so much. And he did cross um, his and parents got, of yeah, Bacchano into Do It's got great characters and stuff. Yeah, there's two characters that, you know, it's they're kind of like the mascot characters for the thing, but they show up in a cameo in Durarara. Yeah. Um, but a lot of he, a lot of the characters have similar archetypes from characters from his other series. But so this is another one from him. But I did not this, know that. But yeah, it's like I love Bacchano. A lot of stuff I liked about Durarara. This one was just it's, a mess. It's a mess. It's like yeah. Too many characters that I don't care about. True. I don't even know what the motivations or what the thing is with most characters. The first season, they spent like most of the episodes on one character. Well, no, they with the main character, he now lives in like this little apartment building with like now his the hacker guy and the zombie, zombie girl, girl who he killed, killed and then yeah. resurrected. That's not the problem. But they've spent seven episodes in that building and have not left the fucking room. <laughs> That's one of the problems. The next right. problem is the damn uh, illusionist. Right. So him. a lot of people love this character, but he is annoying. annoying. As I don't crap. like him. Yeah. So there's this illusionist character who's like, you know, very like larger than life, and he's trying, you know, he he tries to put on spectacles and whatever, but he doesn't know exactly what's going on, but he pretends it's like, like he, does. he does. Yeah. And so he's kind of in over his head. And it's, it's catching he, up with him. Right. But he always manages to like get away. But That's my just, problem. For me, he's just annoying. Yes. And so it's like, they focus on him a lot in the later episodes while all of the main characters are just sitting around in that building and never leave the house. And, and most of the time it's like, there's that one episode in the nightclub early on. Right. It was so dark. I have no idea what's going on. I could not see anything. It was like a dark screen. It was like, this is terrible quality animation. Yeah, see? Told you. You know, three quarters of your episode, I had no idea what was going on. I just heard voices. That's all I told you. I mean, it's, it's ugly. But yeah, so then... That's the, one of the biggest right. reasons, so see? I didn't bother watching the second season. I was done. I tried to watch but the first episode of season did. two. I stopped. Oh, I, I stopped. I was like, man, I'm good. I'm not going to watch it. No, I'm done. Yeah. And I watched like 10 minutes of the first episode. I said, no. And it, it, was, it didn't go nowhere. Right, because apparently, what well, review I read, they still didn't leave the room. <laughs> All right, Sam, whatever, man. Y'all, y'all can kiss yeah. my ass on that one. It's dude. like the only interesting character in that show so far is the shark girl. Yeah. The girl who's obsessed <laughs> with sharks. Yeah, She's right. kind of funny. I like otherwise, her. it was like, I have no attachment to any of these characters. I have no clue what's going on. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't care. Give, frankly, I don't give a damn. Right. What my boys, the guy say from What was that? Uh, who said that in the movie? Frankly, oh, gone, gone, gone with the wind. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, but yeah, man, that's the ugliest. So that's the only one. So I know we're gonna do an honorable mention. I think I'm gonna do this one too with you. It's the um, my daughter left. My, my daughter left, left the, the nest, nest and returned an S rank adventurer. Yeah. Yes, I like that. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, so that one it's it's kind of a low key one. It doesn't have like top quality animation, but it's passable. Yeah, and it's just kind of a. It's just kind of a warm, fuzzy show. But really. she can't get up a boy with her love for her dad. Yeah, though. she's a little too obsessed too with her dad. Too obsessed with dad. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of in a funny way. She's not like in love with her dad like no. a lot of anime would go to. But, but she don't want the, yeah. she want the but attention. But she's like, she's like very clingy and she'll like, yeah, hang on his back. And, <laughs> and, and <what> was, <laughs> she's and talking him up as like, yeah, the... The red ogre. The red ogre. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. And he's like, what are you talking about the red ogre? <laughs> right. But like I said, I mean, I enjoyed some of the fourth episode now, fifth episode. I think the fourth I think episode. Five right. episodes at this point. But we know we get to get the opportunity to see her become an S rank adventurer. 
once she left the house, and he stayed home. Right. And he's a, he's a tw- uh, right. He had he had to quit his adventuring days because he got his leg, leg his leg bit off, bed off, so he's got a peg leg. But he's but, still very capable with a sword. Right. Right. So he's the more well, he I guess he trains some of the kids or is like a tour guide within the forest. Yeah, and I mean, he's like, like the village yeah. like go to guy. Right, he, yeah. you know, he helps mentor and train some of the kids. Right. And, you know, works on a lot of the you know, farm work and doing running errands in town and. Yeah. Well, what I like about this in the later episodes is that you know she's doing her thing as an S ranker and uh, and people love her, you know, and she trying to get to her dad. Like I think I said, we're not gonna get to her dad yet. It's it, a, it, feels it felt like, like that. Yeah, because like. yeah, basically she's she's become so responsible, and she you know as an S rank adventurer, she's like, you know, when the when the big baddies come out, that's who you know, need to take care of these yeah. monsters. Call me, know, someone who <laughs> yeah. who can handle them. Um, so of course every time she's attempting to go see her dad you know the guild is like well we really need you for this right and so she can't say no yeah. or you know even when she's going to find to get to her dad she's already traveled on the road for a couple days but then learns that or then she saves like a girl like a noble girl right. and you know her retainer and then her and then the noble girl is like i need to get home to my dad Who's gonna pass away? The word dad. That's right. a key word, dad. Yeah. So I need I need to see him, and so she's like, oh. okay, turn the wagon around. We need to take her so she can see her dad before he passes yeah. away. Yeah. Wish um, so that she doesn't get home to her dad. So you know, it's just kind of. It felt like at the beginning, it's like, is she ever gonna see her? Yeah, dad? Yeah, I thought the same thing but too. She, did, she does eventually because yeah. it's in the title. She returns, right? right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, and then it, that was that was great now. But then we see. Well, I don't know what episode it was that they finally had to go deal with this this um thing. We know what it was in the cave. It was causing trouble. Yeah, it's right. this weird kind of ghost apparition type thing, which then they dub as a demon, demon lord. lord. Demon lord. And they defeated it. And I said, that's cool. But after they got defeated, somebody else showed up and it, it was right. in a... So there's, there's someone behind the scenes, scenes manipulating things. Yeah, which I think is great because we need something else and just saw her... Clinging to her dad every damn time, <laughs> so I think that's pretty cool to put that in there, and we might get a because she mentioned something to her dad about how the thing looked, and remember he said he lost his leg right. to something similar to that thing, right? And yes. he he didn't want to say anything to her about it because she might be worried and everything like that, you know that's how she is. But I will say, man, this is a um, a low key anime, you say. But it's very watchable, lovable. She's lovable. She's caring. The yeah, character. It's, it's a very comfortable, you know, yeah. show. It's a cozy type show. Yeah. Even though it's got like some fighting or whatever, it's a very yeah. cozy. It, it's, it's a balance, right? It's a it's a good it's a great balance. Yeah. There. So yeah, that's that's the honorable mention I have. I, I, I don't have no more, man. Okay. Um, oh yes, I do. No, I don't. I have I, a, I, I have a couple. So um, for me, uh, another one that's really good is uh, Tear Moon Empire. Oh yeah, that is that yeah. one. That one's kind of a fun one. So basically, it's about it's kind of very much a um, a play on the whole Mary Antoinette. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I'm not very good with history, so I don't know if it's around the French Revolution, but you know, um, that whole thing where the the nobles have just you know been spending way too much money, and you know they're they're not like looking out for the common folk, and that causes them to rise up against them. So it's the same thing. She's a she's a princess, and it isn't that she's bad or you know, 
um, hates the hates the, the common folk. She's just ignorant. Then what it is. Right. So she doesn't understand how much all of her meals cost. Or, you know, she doesn't really care too much. And, of course, they have a line where she's like, let them eat meat. You know, kind of the whole Mary Antoinette, you yep. know, let them eat cake type thing. But basically, eventually, a revolution happens, and they, uh, and so she gets, she gets captured and put in a prison for three years. Yeah. Where now she's, she has to poop in a bucket and. And you know, in the meantime, she's writing and, a diary. And uh, yeah, eat more food and so yeah, she's writing all of her experiences and what happened in a journal. In a journal. Yeah. And then eventually, her day of execution comes, and they give her the guillotine. Um, well, then she kind of gets reincarnated in her own body several years before. Yes. Um, so now, um, but she gets reincarnated and still has the book that she had, which has the blood on it from her head being bit, cut off, um, which journals everything that happened. So she's aware of it and she remembers everything that happened. So now she wants to fix things yeah. in the empire so that the revolution doesn't happen. Not necessarily because she wants to be a good person. She just doesn't want to be She wants to avoid that fate. Who wouldn't, though? Right. So, basically, that's her motivation. Is not, And what's funny is that as she goes around and she's like, you know, there was one maid who still, you know, one of her servants who still visited her every day um, and, and uh, brushed her hair and everything while she was in prison. So, she makes that maid her personal maid. Um... And, you know, and so she's very touched by that and everything that you know, the maid is. And then the um, the economist guy who <laughs> pretty much got sent like out of town even though he was warning about, you know, our meals are costing so much money and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we need to get the finances in order or there's going to be problems. And then he got sent off to, you know, the boonies. <laughs> so she needs to retain him to be like, hey, help me get these finances in order. And then, of course... <laughs> But she uses some of his own words that she remembers That's, and wrote yeah, down. Yeah, she sure did. You know, to like be, and he's like, you're a genius, lady, and blah, blah, blah. So she eventually becomes thought of as this saintess because then she builds a hot... Because once they fix the finance issue, there's still a poverty issue that's going to cause problems because there's a plague that's going to happen, and that'll still give her the guillotine. And, you know, so now she needs to go and solve the poverty poverty problem. So she builds a hospital in you know the slums, and you know so she becomes known as the saintess or whatever. So it's just kind of funny that everybody keeps seeing her as this saint. That's but, you know, but they don't know. Really cares for the people, but, but she's really she's just you know trying to avoid keep her head off yeah. of damn shoulders. Right. She's trying to keep her head. And, you know, it, it kind of plays a. It's similar to all those villainous shows where it's like, but this one's a little bit you know different. It you know it's not the villain is like well I don't want it you know I'm the bad guy so I need to get everybody on my side. She's like well I just need to fix the things that won't get me beheaded, <laughs> and then when I go off to this school the academy. There's a couple people who like start leading the revolution against me, so I'm just going to try and avoid them. But of course, her reputation precedes her, and you know events happen, so now she's drawn their attention. So it's like you know, it's just kind of that whole craziness where each time she fixes something, something else happens that's going to cause her to get her head chopped off. Yeah. So she's just constantly you know in damage control mode. <laughs> so how many um, episodes so far? Uh, four or five. I had not watched the most recent one. I didn't get to that because I was I wasn't at home yesterday. Oh, okay. So. Are you doing Zombie Side, huh? And Ronan's game in the morning. So yeah. Oh. Um, so I was I was out all day yesterday. You're a busy dude, man. I am. So I was only able to watch a couple shows this morning, and I didn't get to that one. 
Wow. Yeah, so that's that's one of my um, honorable mentions. And then probably the only other one is it's actually a continuation from last season. I still haven't watched that. It's called Helk. Helk. I still have not finished that, man. So Helk is just kind of one of those funny shows that um, it's basically about this big doofus-looking guy who... He's a human, and he comes to the, the demon, demon realm. realm. Yeah, and you know, after the you know after the hero has come and killed the demon king, so now they need a new demon king, a new demon lord. Um, so they're holding a big you know like contest of champions to you know with all these different events to choose their next demon lord, and so he comes and joins it and wants to be what the next demon lord. <laughs> and so there's this one girl who's like. Um, She's kind of a short, like, really powerful demon, this red-haired flame demon girl, who's, like, very suspicious of what is this human doing here? Uh, And so she keeps trying to, like, trip him up and get him, like, eliminated from the contest. But he's, like, so powerful and so, like, calm and so, you know, that he always manages to find a way through (laughs) it. And all of the other demons in the competition are like, that dude is awesome. We like this dude, you know. So it's really funny. Um and then, you know, it, it starts to get more serious um, with what's going on in the human realm. Um, and uh, I have issues on my high dive, dude. I told you about that. Yeah, high dive can be weird on the Roku. Um, I told you that. I may have issues with that thing. So, yeah. high dive, if you are listening, your Roku thing, sometimes in the middle of a show, it just craps out and says, error video can't be played. Yeah, I'm like, man, you son of a... So, but anyway, so that was kind of fun. The... So far, the second season, the first four episodes have really just been him telling her his backstory, which is dragging on a little too long, but I know it's going to be important so we understand what is all going on in the human world. Yeah. Um, So I do kind of wish they would get to the point on that one (laughs) so we could move on with the story, but it is enjoyable. I like the characters, you know, and he's kind of like this dumb oaf that's just like super strong, but there's more to him than really... and. And, you know, she's kind of fun. And then they added this little kind of round green bird guy who's just, <laughs> he's just a little so dope. So is he still with the, the group? Yeah, he's, yeah. He was, he was told to, to go with them back to the demon world, um, you know, just to kind of be their traveling companion and see the world. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's, he's with them. So he makes, he makes a good little uh, sidekick. Because they, they, they love him. The, 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 his group. She, she gets annoyed by him because yeah. he can't get her name right. <laughs> Her name is Anne, but he keeps calling her Annie because I think, what's his name? Uh, Helk called her that once, so now he just calls her that and annoys her. Wow. <laughs> but he's funny. She's He's grown on her. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna finish season one. But yeah, that's that's a fun show, so I do recommend that one. I don't want to watch season one. But yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good a good list. That's a, that's a good list, man. I don't like I said, I could say more, but it would be a three-hour, four-hour thing. I can't do that. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't want need to ramble on. No, we don't. This, but, we don't need to do that. But yeah, so those those are some some shows that we recommend if you're interested, and some shows that we highly recommend you don't watch. No, stay away from Kingdoms, Kingdoms of, of Ruin. Ruin. Yeah. Stay away. Unless you like that Edge Lord, gory revenge crap. You can have it. That makes no sense. Yeah, you can have that. Stay away. Because <laughs> Amos and Trevor are not going to watch that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know I did. What about you, Trevor? Oh, I always enjoy talking anime. Yeah, I know. I probably talk too much and too passionately about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, of course you do. Come on, man. It wouldn't be no other way. Right. You know? As a matter of fact, I just ordered Papa John. 
<laughs> Focus on the podcast first. I'm don't, I'm multitasking, baby. I have a hard time to multitask, but I did both. <laughs> I'm starving. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. And um, I know Trevor don't do social media you too can't much. Reach me. I'm off of all social all, media. Yeah, now. he's he's he being off the grid on that one. So if you have if you have nice things to say, say them. You know, tell Amos; he'll pass them on. If you have nasty things to say. Either don't say them or tell them to Amos, and I will tell him not to pass the box. So <laughs> you're just wasting your time, really. Right. So you could contact me, well, contact, but you could check me on my social media accounts on my TikTok, Instagram, and Face. No, no, no Facebook. TikTok, Instagram, and that's about it. Yes. So if you enjoyed this podcast, give leave your comments on my Instagram account and my TikTok account. Click that subscribe button. And, bro, yes, baby. and check out SoundCloud, Spotify, all things that deal with podcasts, audio or video. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Peace.